the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, another episode of Snacks Packs. This episode is brought to you by Catholicism. It's just paganism with extra steps. Uh, tons of extra yeah, steps. Yeah, tons though. of extra steps. I want to kneel and get back up again. I had a really, dude, again. I had a really good one that I thought of the other day and I forgot it. I need to write you gotta start writing down. down I, I've been better at writing stuff down, but I really should have wrote that one down because it was really good. I think it was in the car. I got a I whole of list of things yeah. to talk about. I wrote them down. I oh, was ready for today. I didn't. Yeah, you don't. Pr- no, of course not. Um, I only brought up Catholicism because, like, shitting on Catholicism is the theme in my story today. Um, well, and that's kind of a theme of our, our Instagram and the podcast yeah, too. True. I, uh, I just saw this post. I follow or am subscribed to dank Christian memes on Reddit and there's some funny stuff there, you know, and it's a little learning opportunities. Yeah. And, um, someone posted one of the daring today, aren't we format memes, you know, with sponge or Squidward. Yeah. But about um, The Last of Us, the cult leader. They're mm. like, oh, wow, another cult leader who only uses religion for manipulation and he rapes minors. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It would be weird if there were just a Christian group yeah. that was fine and normal yeah. in the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> I was, And everyone in the comments was like, well, you know, uh, Christianity did like rape all of the yeah, children. So. They did. And yeah. like has a long said history. Catholic Church is what it reminded me of. It has a long history of murdering people in the name of your religion. So Absolutely. I mean yeah. I, I thought it was I mean, really and credit to that uh subreddit because they didn't back them up. Like it didn't get a lot of upvotes. Everybody was like, I mean, bro, yeah, come on that now. Came yeah, from? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Duh. It's a reason it's a trope. Yeah, I say yeah. they're not it's not uh, they're not making a joke about it because it's not true. So Yeah. There's that uh, you want to talk about the last did you watch the last episode? I did. I think you of did. course I yeah, watched the last episode. It showed as completed. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like, I watched it an hour ago. That would be me. Uh, I gotta be honest, I don't, I feel like we just watched like half of a season of a show. That's me what too. I feel like. Uh, someone I told like, me last oh, it's over. Because I watched okay, it last shit. night and they were like, I was streaming beforehand and they were like, oh, it's only 40 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was, I was pissed like, 40 as soon fucking as I saw minutes, that. dude? Like, yeah. you're the last episode, you're, you're going with this 40, 50 minute format, then hour 30 it's, format, 40, 50, hour 30, and then you get the last episode, 40 fucking 43 minutes, dude. minutes, yeah. You I are was like, high on crack cocaine, dude. What the fuck is wrong I, I with you? I was bummed. Yeah. I, although, you know, it was good. It was a good episode. It was uh, good, yeah. Joel is just... A fucking the man is a monster engine. a fucking monster <laughs> it was so funny because as they were walking him down the two dudes i was like i told reagan i was like these two men are walking a panther yeah down the yeah, fucking yeah. hallway yeah. with no leash they and are they're just hoping it's okay yeah they are quite literally pieces of meat like pushing a like a lion down the stairs and they're like go on buddy go on and do it like he is a goddamn <laughs> forced to yeah. be reckoned with dude he really was 
And it was funny because I was like, I'm like, first of all, they should have sent like eight guys. Yeah. They should have tied two, them up, sent two, eight guys, eight, and carry them all the and way. Even, there. even Marlene was like, oh, I left with 10 men and only like two yeah. of us made it. How did you two yeah. make it? Like, because you, you should know because Joel's a fucking like. He's the goddamn Grim Reaper. and He is the Grim which, Reaper. When you're like, oh, you two, take him and his pack out there, and if he tries anything, <sighs> shoot him. Like, you thought that was, was going like, to work, dude? Like, absolutely not. I thought it is so funny. She was like, uh, oh, you're the last person in the entire world I want to owe anything to. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. that's probably smart. Yeah, you right. Dead on. You right. Uh, and uh, I was honestly... I mean, I haven't played the game, so that I was taken aback. It's I was like, on. "Oh man!" I'm like, "Joel, you are a, like a monster, a monster." Like, he a, is a like monster. Like it's it's the morality of it. Of like, <laughs> would you kill over a dozen people to save one? No, I mean, one killed person? everybody. Yeah, ever, he's, literally he's everybody. Cure. Yeah, he's the cure. He's but, the cure. He he but, just fucked the whole thing. Here's the thing that they don't tell you in the show: the doctor. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. That yeah, they don't tell you in the show. But the doctor, it's not like a huge spoiler, but the doctor that is in the game that is supposed to be like he's gonna cut this out and then take it to a lab and reverse engineer it. He's like a vet. He's not an actual doctor. I'm, he's like oh, Yeah, okay. he's, so, he's not qualified. There's no way. Well, and I I was literally like, so <laughs> the guy's like, I won't let you take her. I'm like, oh man. This fucking <laughs> guy, dude. He just kills yeah. her immediately. Dude, which is and ruthless. I was like, and I was like, if he was like a neurosurgeon, there's got to be like two in the world yeah, alive. Yeah, right yeah now. exactly. Like he just shot one of them. Yeah. But if you're saying that he was a vet, then you know whatever. As Every, far everybody, everybody could be a vet. From what I know? yeah, it, dude, easy profession, easy profession. <laughs> you're like it died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Sorry, uh, yeah. Died. Whoops, I killed your pet. Here you go. Here's no, two yeah, thousand no dollars, please. Yeah, I mean, no, um, not yeah, even. You're yeah. Like you know, it just it just died when we were surgerying it. Yeah, that's it. They do um, that sometimes. Dude, I could not be a vet. I couldn't be a veterinarian. I couldn't oh, watch no, animals die. Absolutely not. That's, no, that's hard all day, folk. dude. Hard every folk, day, dude. Yeah, hard. Folk. Like I, we, you know. Also, vets are like one of the. Huh? I said vets are like a notoriously hard profession to get into. They kill themselves a lot. Yeah, dude. They do. I don't. I, I don't blame them. Don't blame them. It, no, no. And it's crazy. It's such an in demand field too. Yeah. I'm, I just nobody wants to do it. A girl. I'm, it's. Imagine like you know you're like you see a puppy and you're like ah puppy yeah. you know you have fun with it. someone brings a puppy in and you gotta play with it and then your very next appointment you just put a oh, 17 yeah. year old family dog uh, die and you're like that's you know yeah dude it's and then tough. ah puppy yeah. hey ah puppy <laughs> uh, miserable a girl I went to school with um I went to like middle school with as a vet now and I'm just like I don't know how you do it. Don't know how you do it, cause uh, I yeah yeah right that's I couldn't secret. do it. Uh, <laughs> no, but, yeah, that's but so cool. that doctor, from what I remember, and you can correct me on Instagram, everybody, oh, if I'm on. wrong. Ra- I told Reagan she could. She's making cake, and I was like, Is, "If you make it when we're not talking about the material, that's fine." So you're gonna hear a little bit of cake that's fine. making. That's all right in the background. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, ASMR. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's ASMR. But uh, I just peeked her head out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, from what I remember, he's like a vet. He's not like a neurosurgeon. Uh, so 
my whole thing is like, because we were talking about this, like, would you do the same thing? And I was like, I don't know, man. Not like, if I knew he was a vet. Yeah. It, no. Well, well, if I knew he was like a veterinarian and they were like, he's gonna, like, she's probably not gonna make it. I would have probably killed everybody and been like, I'm not taking that chance. Like, he, it, what the fuck are you talking about? He's gonna reverse engineer a cure. He's not a virologist. He's not a fucking he, neurosurgeon. I was like, yeah, I'm like, sure, you could take it out. There's a lot of skills in between taking that out. And, and finding like, a cure. I, I was literally like, to, to Reagan, I'm like, they don't want to, I don't know, do some tests or something yeah, before they take to it surgery, out of dude. her brain straight and to just surgery. end it, you know? I, yeah. was, I don't know. Uh, that seemed that seemed rushed Straight to, to surgery. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like if I was the death machine that is Joel... I only would, if only if I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. I would like, listen, this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna wait till she wakes up, and we're gonna give her the option to make to do this. That's yes, or I'm gonna kill yes. everyone here. She was. I thought her. I was like, she said to me the stupidest thing in the world when she catches him in the garage and he's holding Ellie in her, her his arms, and she's like. What do you think she would say? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Why maybe, didn't we yeah. ask? <laughs> maybe she. He, I'm, he's like, I killed twelve people. You're yeah, gonna bring that up now? For real, I, I don't care. People. And also, it's like, <laughs> it's like the the universe has waited, you know, x amount of twenty years, whatever, for through the apocalypse. They can wait like four more until Ellie's an adult and can make her own decisions. I, also, I I got I do feel you know who I feel the worst for out of that whole scene? Huh. There's three nurses that he just stranded in that yeah, city with that no is protection. True. He killed they everybody. All, yeah. Everybody. Um what one of those nurses is the voice of Abby, if I remember correctly, in the second they game. They didn't also, There's a ton of the voices. Oh yeah, yeah. Show. Like the yeah, the dude that was part of the cult was Joel, and the then I got his head ripped off. He was in the game too. And then uh, Anna, Ellie's mom, who gives birth. That's the voice of Ellie, uh, and it's so weird listening to her. She looks so much like yeah. Reagan. Literally, she was like, "Is that her actual yeah. mom?" Like she looks so it much lo- exactly like, like Bella her. Ramsey's uh-huh. actual mom. But it's so weird. Super it was so weird, weird listening to that scene because since she's the actual voice of Ellie, so if you play the games, it's like listening oh. to Ellie fucking give birth. Give like, birth to weird. herself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what uh, the fuck? But in the game, um, that doctor that Joel kills is Abby's dad. So the second game takes. Is that known? Yeah, Wait, well, Abby? Which so so Abby? you don't know who Abby is because you haven't played the games. Abby, I'm spoiling the show for me. I, fuck you. I'm going to tell you. It, you're gonna, it's not a major spoiler. Abby is, I sent you, remember the, the picture of the man that I sent you? And I was like, because she got big muscles. And that's oh, Abby. Yeah. So her dad oh, is the yeah. doctor that Joel kills. So the sec, like the, the one of the main plots of the second game is um, is abby going to murder ellie and joel uh, what's funny is is joel is constantly making people so mad at him that they hunt him down across the wastelands to kill him yeah but ironically it's only making him better at killing people Dude, yeah so, <laughs> so i'm like if you're the 60th beef that he has dealt with in his life you know i'm like you're you don't even understand it's like uh um, yeah i don't know if you watched uh rick and morty yeah all the yeah. way like mm, later like not, in the late season maybe honestly the latest season is really funny is I re- but there's this part where rick is getting attacked by like 
like butterfly man, you know? And he's like, Jesus Christ. Like he's been doing this shit forever. And this guy's like trying to be act all big to him. Yeah. He's like, Oh my like God. I've done I'm this a million lazy. times. Yeah. 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 And like, that's Joel. With I don't, I, 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 you haven't played the second game and I feel like telling you about it's not spoiling it. Cause I don't know. I, I is going to spoil it because I'm not going to play the game, but I am going to watch a playthrough. I'm going to watch it. Like it's a new thing. I mean, you have to know who dies in the second game, right? No, I don't know. Are you so fucking kidding me? me? Oh I'm not my kidding. god, you're the worst, dude! I just want to tell I, you about it. I'm a professional spoiler avoider because okay? I have like I like I have theories about them making a, a second a season. Um, I have guesses. I just I have a theory about them making a second season and how they might derive from the game content. Um, I just are you? Is that a vape? Don't spoil it. No, it's not. Oh. It's actually it's fake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you put like uh, oil essential oils in it, and uh, it's just something to play with. That's pretty tight. All right, well, fucking watch a goddamn playthrough before we record the next episode, and we'll talk about it. Jesus, how long is the game? Uh, isn't that like thirteen hours or yeah, something? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty long. But but the 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 thing I'm wanting to reference happens like near the beginning. So. 24 hours i yeah. literally don't have time Dude, well it, oh, you just gotta watch the person who dies and that's it and we can talk about it because then i can talk about my I theories i can't believe that game is that long Holy yeah shit. people really didn't like it it was great it was so good but people didn't like it because one someone died the lady was muscly it, it, that and like you had to play her character for like 10 hours and but I okay. enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I loved playing. Yeah, it. I mean, whatever. Even yeah. though, like, because they they do it to like humanizer, obviously. And I fuck, I can't really tell you about it because they do it to humanizer. You'll see why. Um, so you actually like have sympathy for because everyone, you know, you're gonna hate her in the beginning. Uh, but I don't know. I think um, <laughs> I it's it's I I feel like Joel really. I'm intrigued. I, I want to I Oh, well, so we, we didn't talk about the previous episode because we missed a week. So yeah, the, we, the, Colt, the whole Colt episode was the one that we didn't talk about. Yeah. Um, that was a v- very grim. Yeah. So grim. Yeah. So, I, and it was funny because when he walks in with the deer and he's like, I got a deer. I was like, oh, man, they're yeah. not eating deer. No, There's definitely no not eating fucking yeah. deer. Absolutely <laughs> like, not. No. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, uh, that that was pretty gruesome. Yeah, I was. I uh, saw some post from, like, some shit rag Facebook page that gets clicks uh, from clickbait, and it was like, I don't understand how Joel went from barely being able to move and then all of a sudden decimating four guys. And it's like, it's what happens when you are in a situation where if you don't move, you will for sure die. Absolutely, yeah. without a doubt, you uh, and, will and die. Plus, you know... He's probably done. He's probably done exactly yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, oh, I've killed four men, stabbed yeah. like three times. No issues. You know? No issues <laughs> at all, dog. I love. Body, I love. If you the, get stabbed a lot, you start to build up. Yeah, you get immunity to knife wounds, dude. Uh, yeah, I love that the scene where he's got the two last guys in the house, and he's got one of them tied to the chair. And he's like, oh, he's like, I yeah. want you to point on this map where you guys are located, your camp's located, and it better be the same as your friend. And he like stabs the dude in the leg with a knife, and then pulls it out, puts oh, it in his mouth. Thing? Yeah, stabs dude. him in the kneecap, oh, and the guy points. That was new. Points, I've never seen uh, that in a movie. Dude, yeah, it's tough. Or, or points, anything, uh, yeah. points the uh, knife at where their Christian whatever camp is located, and then Joel fucking murders, like slits his throat. And the guy's friend is like, 
fuck you. He told you the truth. I'm not going to tell you anything. And Joel's like, oh, don't worry. I believed him. And just beat awesome. his fucking head in with a goddamn lead pipe. I was it, like, God It's so damn. funny that he was like, um, why'd you do that? He told you the truth. And then I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm like, my guy, you just, you just revealed gave me, yeah, you you, nothing you, add, you just add gave your, your shit away, man. You should have been like, well, he gave you the wrong information. Now I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell you the truth yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you really, really laid your whole hand out on the table there. So I didn't know that much about Joel. And it's interesting to see why he is like a divisive character. Like if he is a good guy or not, uh, I mean, him, no, he's not. No, he's not. Well, I think, I think Joel now is, I think Joel now is one of those characters that is, he, he wants to be good, but he is constantly being put in decisions that make him do terrible things. But like, it's true. He believes that he is doing the right thing. And in the, and there are some cases where he is absolutely doing the right thing. But again, he's human. He's going to fuck up. I mean, if we would have met Joel, you know, after the initial outbreak where he talks about how him and Tommy would just murder people for their stuff. Uh, yeah. Not a good guy. We would not have we not would a have good guy. different opinions. Pretty um, bad. But I think Joel's like... I think Joel's history of being basically a bandit, like, is what puts him in a situation Greater, yeah. of being like, I've been there, like, I know what people have to do to survive, so I can humanize with them, but in the same breath, I know what they're going to do to us to survive, so they have That's, to die. And, you know, when he shot uh, Maria, what was her name? Jesus. Uh, Marlene. Marlene. Yeah. When he shot Marlene, I was like, pretty ruthless, but... If, probably right but if she's he, not gonna if, leave it alone no absolutely she's not, not gonna leave if, it alone. if if he would have let marlene live she would have one ellie is her best friend's daughter who she basically was there when she gave birth to and raised and she is also a potential cure what we were talking about we were like listen you know the reason why you know the the circumstances that happened for Ellie to be immune. She was given. She was no. She doesn't. Well, well, she no, lied. But, but she she has an idea. Ellie was immune, and her mother was bitten. You can fucking use context clues to put two and two together. I'm sorry. It, you know you're the super smart fucking. I mean, lady. she lied. She lied, she but also to, yeah. like like. I mean, I don't know. No, everybody. I, who's, I, I don't know. Well, what are you advocating for? Getting pregnant women? Well, no, no, no. I'm, that's bite, what I, that's exactly what that I'm saying. saying. I'm like, <laughs> fucking remake this in a lab with people who can consent to being like, I guess, you know, like, uh, well, we're getting into weird territory there. But like, like, I don't so, know. Yeah, I mean, I someone, mean, maybe someone will volunteer to try. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. It's believable. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, we can definitely agree that chopping it out of her head is the stupidest. The stupidest decision option. by a fucking veterinarian. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus. God. Terrible, terrible decision. So I don't know, man. I think uh, I think there's a lot of ways to go about that. And them being like, yeah, we're just going to start hacking away was not the um, was not the move. No, not the move. Um, at all. I think you had told me to watch the platform, but and then I forgot about it. And then Reagan was like, "Let's watch the platform," and I, I was did. like, "Badass idea that I've never yeah. heard before." <laughs> I did because <laughs> I know original. we because we talked about it at a previous episode. Because I remember I watched it one night and I asked you Dude, on the podcast. It was great, crazy, it's a right? Great movie. It's a really good concept. I, the concept is really interesting. Yeah. I, it immediately made me really depressed. Uh, I. 
I was like, wow. When he was like, uh, you know, he's spitting on it. He's like, well, that's what they're doing up there. I was like, oh, you God. fucking piece of shit. That was like 11 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's uh-huh. exactly what would happen. Yep, that it is. is. People don't give a fuck also, about each other. I, one thing I don't get, do you think that there actually is enough food for everybody? Because there was way more levels than anybody thought or said. I was confused about that. There was like 333 levels. If you don't know. Yeah, and that one lady who worked there said it was 200. Yeah, if you don't know, the platform is a movie where uh, these people are stuck in a platform style. It's like you're basically in these concrete cells and they're all stacked on top of each other and there's a big square in the middle of them and there is a platform that starts on level one and it's full just like the most food you've ever seen and it's it's all like meticulously prepared delicious food yeah it's prepared by like professional chefs everything and it slowly lowers itself down each day and and there's two people per platform and everybody can either eat as much as they need or they can just fucking gorge themselves and say fuck everyone below them and it goes down to like hundreds of levels so the craziest part of that is that everyone can bring one thing of their own choice and it's like almost anything yeah yeah. when i saw the samurai sword i was like why doesn't everybody have a samurai sword like a gun or something dude i don't know man (laughs) i was like like, this that's the smartest motherfucker in the whole place i don't know woman when that woman was getting just like that huge dude picked her up and just started eating her while she was alive Uh which was horrifying and then the other dude, because this is when they were going down to like start whacking yeah. heads, you know. And that other dude there has the samurai sword. I'm like, that's the worst floor in this dude, whole yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they do this? Um, yeah, it, dude, it's it's a uh, it is definitely it's a really good movie. I uh, it, the concept is wild, and it's like you're there for like a month. Oh, and another thing is like you don't stay on whatever like you get you don't stay on whatever floor you get put on. So. You also can't keep food with you. So if you keep food from the platform, they'll start turning up the heat in your cell and or freeze. Yeah, or freeze you. And like every, I think they're there for like six months, maybe. And like every month, at the end of the month, well, it's it's different for everybody. Is what I was, yeah, Yeah, like because he had a year. Oh yeah, prison sentence, and then that one guy chose six months to get like a degree or something. If you. which I don't Insane. understand. That makes no sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? How the fuck are you going to get a job? You don't know what you're you doing. Yeah. Idiot. Uh, but if you, at the end of the month, you get knocked out by sleepy gas and then you wake up on a different level. So, like, you could be at level one where the food is all there and good to go and, and fresh. then and fresh or and then you get knocked out and wake up at level 200 where you're not getting a goddamn you won't thing see a scrap of food yeah, yeah you'll starve and you'll probably have to eat your your yeah. other person there. also the hole in the cell is always open so like there's people that like jump out which is to kill themselves which is fucking crazy dude it's good the it is like everything i think it's a, it's it's a, a very really good concept movie yeah, yeah very interesting concept horribly believable yeah reagan wanted we started some anime reagan and i've been watching like any anime on netflix really we're just like if that sounds interesting no don't look up if it's good or not we're gonna just check it out and so we're watching some chinese anime about all of your uh, uh, every possession you have having spirits it's lame as fuck but okay. she she turned that on right after the platform and i was like i can't watch this yeah <laughs> I, was like, I, was Cannot, just like, I, I can't watch this right now i, I need to like i don't know detether from yeah <laughs> dude yeah it's it rough was, 
it was really depressing and brutal. You watched um, uh, the menus too, didn't you? And I watched the menu, which amazing, good. amazing, dude. I think that movie was so perfect. good. Yeah, it perfect was. It was phenomenal. Movie. phenomenal. I, I, it was fucking hilarious, and you know, incredible cast, awesome concept. It's funny because it took me a long time. We'll spoil this. Yeah. Uh, to figure out, I was like, "Is this happening?" Like even after that one dude blows blows his brains out, I was like, "Did that happen? Yeah, is, it, <laughs> is this an elaborate what? ruse?" Because uh, my thing was, I'm like, "Did they do this every night? I don't understand." You no. know, no, they don't do it. Every he just night. got sick and, of fucking the I, bougie yeah. ass people paying thousands of dollars to eat at his restaurant, and then the Coast Guard scene where like everyone thinks yeah. they're being saved was fucking crazy, dude. Crazy. My, the funniest part to me about the whole thing was at the end when he's like doing his big speech in, in their fucking marshmallow midsummer yeah, dresses. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh the and he's like saying, you know, I'm I'm we're all gonna die, I'm yeah. gonna kill you. And then the that one rich lady's like, Thank you. Yeah. Like she, she was She's totally won out. over yeah. by the end. She's like, Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's it's, totally we deserve right. to go. We deserve to fucking Even the die. finger getting chopped off, I was like, Oh shit, is that real? Yeah. Like I really need to It takes you by off. surprise because you don't know you have like you don't really know what's fucking going what's going on yeah and i was i was stoked that it wasn't about eating people too yeah i really thought it was gonna be about that i was like whatever you know and like the the chef being like talking to the guy that brought anya taylor joy was like he was like i told you we were (laughs) we were all gonna die and instead of coming alone you brought a a sex worker to die and yeah which is horrible shitty i and and when they flash up the food that he made, like Josh's bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, that that is a great movie. Like, I don't it is know. phenomenal. I don't, yeah, it's I don't a really want to spoil movie. it too much for anyone who's listening and hasn't Dude, seen it. I finished, absolutely worth the list I finished uh, Peaky Blinders. Um, oh, you're done? Dude, crazy. Good ending? Crazy. Is it planned? Crazy. I don't awesome. think, I feel like you're not going to watch it. So no, let me yeah, let me tell no, you. About I'm it. telling you right now, me, it's British Sons of Anarchy. Dude, I won't fucking it, watch it, it, but it's really good. It, it is really fucking good. Like everybody so, said, there were Sons of Anarchy. So, but okay, but Sons of Anarchy was like modern day, like oh, uh, we're gonna go murder a bunch of people and no one's gonna ask any questions. Shut the fuck up. No, you're not. It does like, happen all like, the time, like but, GTA style. But, but like, <laughs> but like a, a motorcycle gang, dude. Like, no, the fucking the, the you're gonna be swarmed with the feds in an instant. Like this ain't the '70s when MCs were fucking running rampant. But it's like the tw- the '30s where like you can run a racketeering business and just fucking murder people and cops are like, yeah, okay, I'll take a couple hundred dollars. So, but the ending yeah. is really good because, uh, the main guy, Tommy Shelby, yeah. his Boy, fucking, his daughter dies of tuberculosis and, uh, a touch of consumption. Yeah, touch of the consumption, dude. I hate and that. <laughs> so he's like, and the whole time he's got like fucking enemies trying to kill him. And his main one is this dude, Mo- uh, Oswald Mosley, who was a real person. He's a fucking fascist. Uh, and Tommy is working with him to infiltrate the fascist party and like work for the crown to take them down or whatever. Um, and so high level crime. It is, it is a lot like fucking Churchill is an integral part of it too. It's a whole thing. Anyways, Tommy has a meeting with his doctor. His doctor comes in. It's like, Hey dickhead, I've been trying to call you. What the fuck? And Tommy's like, I got shit to do. And he's like, well, this is more important and shows him an X-ray. 
X-ray, he's got a fucking tumor of tuberculi in the back of his brain that's attached to his brain stem, and the doctor's like, you got, a, like, 18 months, maybe, if that, you're, we can't operate on it, it's, you know, it's your fucking brain stem, it's not gonna happen, you, so, you better start getting your fucking affairs in order, bud, so, uh, Tommy gets his affairs in order, and he's like, and he doesn't, he's like, I have 18 months before I need to start being taken care of and die. That's not happening. Uh, I'm going to get everything taken care of and I'm hitting the road and I'm cause he's a gypsy. So he's like, I'm going to get my caravan and you know, one day I'll blow my brains out before it gets to that. So anyways, Uh hold on one second. Keep talking. Say something. Oh, I have to say something. Oh, uh, let's see. We had some activity from some fans on the Insta. Um, always appreciate when people do that, um, calling us out and tag us in memes that they think are funny that, that they think we think are funny. I think that's really cool. Sorry. Um, all right. I was being informed that gypsy is a bad word, but I was wondering, I I was like, you know about a gypsy? It was in the show. So I was like, okay, like I, I don't know. Whatever. That's that's what they're, that's what they're fucking, you don't uh, have any Romas listening to our, but even if we did, it wasn't intentional. So whatever they're Romani people and they travel. So he's like, I'm gonna blow my brains out a caravan, whatever. I don't care. So I like suit running across the apartment. (laughs) So, So one day, hold on. One day he flips a coin and it lands on heads and he's like, all right, today's the day I kill myself. And he's in this like green pasture and he puts his pocket watch and everything and all his rings in his caravan. And then he has this vision of his daughter who's like, dad, what's up? You're not sick. What's going on here? And he's like, I am sick. I saw the x-ray. And she's like, "Mm, think again. And he's like burning a fire and he's like staring at the fire. And it's like, he's like burning the paper and he picks up the paper and he's like, Look, and it's about Oswald Mosley and his fascist party, and he's looking at all the people in the picture, and it's very peculiar that his doctor that gave him the news is in the picture with this fascist dude. And he's like, that's weird. I should go inquire about that. So he finds this doctor, beats his ass, and is like, so you basically lied to me and said that I had a brain tumor because you knew you wouldn't be able to kill me, only I would be able to kill myself. Uh, that's pretty and, badass. And I, was, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh That's shit! True. But Very that was bad. the that was the last episode. So it's like I don't, I think they left it open for like you know if they want to bring back like a movie or a sequel or something like that where he goes and murders everybody. But it was a super crazy twist ending um, and a really good show. You should watch it. Or or listeners, I don't care if you watch it because I'm not going. Yeah, to. I won't. I won't. I just I don't care about crime shows. I keep- I love crime shows. There's several. I mean, The Sopranos was really good. I've been like struggling through better call Saul and it's yeah. really good. I just, yeah. I just don't care. I don't know. I've been meaning to watch better call Saul. It's really good. I just keep not, I don't know. It just doesn't hook me like other shows. There's do. like, um, Oh no, there's a bunch. Got, what this just in rain Wilson complaining about anti-Christian bias in Hollywood. Oh my God. Oh, don't do this. To us. Don't do this. Not, to us. No, don't do this. He said, oh, oh, my God, it's about the David character in The Last of Us. Really? Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't even, I, that's crazy. 
uh, yeah, he said, as soon as the David character started reading from the Bible, I knew that he was going to be a horrific villain. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I mean, you thought that too, yeah, my guy. Yeah, yes. like, again, it's not a trope if it's true. Like, I'm like, just look at America right now, Christians. Yeah. Like, you made this fucking reputation for yourself. Also, why are you complaining about, like, a crazy Christian person trope? You played in a movie where you had visions from god to hit people in the head with a fucking pipe wrench i don't oh, want to yeah, hear that it was, that was yeah you're right yeah i don't uh, know i cannot remember let me look it up but i i it, i watched it one time one night and i was like what the fuck is this dude, um, anti-christian bias how about a christian stop making everybody not get abortions yeah and then they can shut their fucking mouths about it super it was called super Oh, actually, a pretty good movie. It was really good. I liked it. It was great. He like that yeah, guy cuts it. in line, and Ray Wilson's yeah. like, "You can't cut he's in line." Yeah, no, 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 yeah. He's like, "You can't cut in line," and he's like, "Fuck you, dickbag." And Rain Wilson goes to his car and gets like, I think either it was a hammer or a pipe. A I think it was, I thought it was, it was a, a pipe wrench, but it goes back and just hits this dude in the forehead with it and busts his skull open. It's uh, insane. It's such a shocking turn in the movie. It is. Yeah, it's you're like, like oh, 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 Jesus it's, Christ. Yeah, it was good. Ugh. It was yeah. fantastic. But also, Rain Wilson, just shut up. Yeah, please <laughs> Please stop. don't do this. Yeah. Please don't do this. We got to stand You're going to ruin the office renew- revival. If you keep, if you start spouting off about this, you're going to be hanging out with Rittenhouse in two weeks. And also, it doesn't matter. It's not real. It's not a real, like, like the trope. I don't want Ted Cruz retweeting Rain Wilson. Yeah, true. You know what and, I mean? And if, if the apocalypse happened, you know, damn good and well that that would be a reality, that you would run into Oh, Christian I would avoid every Doomsday Christian fucking group. Groups in yeah, a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I just read a book about actually. Wow, now that I think about it, that book I told you about, the fungus apocalypse one, yeah. also had a crazy Christian leader. Yeah, and there's a big, a big struggle in the movie book because it, I'm the just telling you, we, the world's and it's it, America. Yeah, too. Like forty percent of the country still thinks they're Christians. You yeah, know, like and the that's world a lot hasn't even ended yet, and there's already crazy Christian groups. So yeah. I don't want to hear it. I dude, it's a reality. Agree. That's not saying there wouldn't be crazy other religious organizations, but Christians true. would be the main one to be you know, fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's they, a good point. They would be bananas, dude. Um, yeah, it we, would be weird to have like a, I don't know, in a movie like to have like a Jewish cult. I'd be like, I, so I, I was, it. I was about to say that. I was about to say, <laughs> I, w- like, I don't buy it. I would not. I if if there was a movie where like there was like a Jewish fucking like murder cult, I'd be like nah, nah, that's not I gonna happen. Nah. It's not even like I don't think they do it because of like anti-Semitism. I just don't think it's believable. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's never been Jewish people thing. pretty much yeah. like keep to themselves. They keep to themselves. Yeah, yeah they're like the we're, we're just trying to survive. Uh, you know, yeah. they're like we've been yeah. through this before, so uh, we're just going to keep to ourselves. Uh, or like you know, a Sikh leader. Or yeah, I'm like no yeah, way no. that guy's going to fucking be a cult. No, no. way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Christianity is perfect for being a horrible cult. Uh-huh. It's, it's half their fault. I mean, and you know, uh, Joseph Smith saw it. He saw the potential. I could see like, the Mormons. Yeah, I could see the Mormons oh. being crazy. And I don't. They are. They, well, yeah, but like <laughs> super crazy in the apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, I've always said that the Mormons will be like the last vestige of civilization. Yeah, if everything collapses. The Mormons will come together. They're like, so they're tight. like the cockroach, oh. dude. They'll fucking survive. Oh. They will survive, I mean, dude. They carved their existence out of the desert in Utah at 300 yeah. years ago. You think yeah. we're ever going to get rid of them? I also, no I also don't think there are in America like, like 
Islamic extremist groups enough for them to be like a, a credible threat. Like if it was like over in Iraq or something where they're working nine to five sure. jobs now because they are like, oh, we're done fighting <laughs> and, they hate and they hate it. They'd be like, yes, we're back in it to win it, baby. Let's go. Um, but uh, it would be Christians here in America, like full yeah. like and just everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like a disease, dude. Um, I listen. If you are a Christian, I do not think you're a disease. I'm talking about no, the extremist. I people. think. Yeah, I think if you try to run the government according to your views, views you yeah, shit. you are a problem. Yeah. Fuck off. If you vote for people who want to do it like that, yeah, you're shit. Fuck you. Yeah, uh, fuck I, I'm ready you. to say it. You're fuck shit. you, buddy. Uh, we don't have a difference of opinions. You just do think you, people are less than I do. Do you ever think that we'll never get sponsorships because of how much shit we talk on everybody? Uh, I mean, if we can't get any money from billionaires or Christians, we are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think about that a lot. I'm like, I don't like, I like, we're like, oh, we want to do this stuff full time. But I'm like, I don't think. But I mean, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan will have literal Nazis on his show. But and they're like, here's $150 million. In Joe Rogan's defense, he was famous Easy. before he, <laughs> well, I, yeah, he was famous before he started That's his true. podcast. So like he already had like cred, but like we know what he didn't the fuck need we to are. be extra monetized based on the people he yeah, had on his show. Fair. You dude, got the Spotify deal after Alex Jones. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know sometimes, I mean? dude, and like sometimes, and sometimes fucking Joe Rogan podcast clips show up on my for you page on TikTok, and uh, and no. it's it's more so not him. It's like he's like yeah, certain guests he has on. Uh, but like sometimes Joe Rogan will say stuff, and I'm like, well, I, I agree with that, but like, why? I guess a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, yeah. like there I was mean, a the dude has hundred thousands of hours. Yeah, of that's true. Like career. he's got to say something uh, agreeable. Like there was a clip. You that, can't be wrong. Every yeah, can't be wrong every time, baby. <laughs> There's a clip that showed up on my for you page where he's he's basically just like, listen. He's like, if you if you don't if you stop liking something because people. You're afraid people make fun of you. He was like, "You're a bitch. Fuck you." And I was like, "You know what? You're right. Yeah. But Damn it, Joe yes, Rogan. You're right." But also, like the, at face value, yes. But you're like, I'm. I feel like we're coming from totally different places. And he could be talking about like something awful. Like he could be no, talking about fucking. No, you I know what I mean. I, it, it, to to play the devil's advocate again, he had uh, Joe Rogan. I for, yeah, the Joe Rogan advocate. <laughs> I I forgot who he had, who the guy's name was, but the guy was talking about how much he loved the band 1975 or whatever. Or whatever oh, the fuck their awful, name is, um, and they have some banger songs. But Joe Rogan was, yeah, and the guy was like, "I don't care if people, you know, you know, send me hate for liking this band or say it's gay or whatever." And Joe Rogan's like, "Who gives a fuck, bro? Just like I, like whatever you yeah, want to like." Just but keep liking it, the lead singer of the 1975, Matt Healy, is like. I think he's like alt right adjacent because like there have been some clips on my for you Wait, page. What's his name? Matt, Matt Healy? Healy, yeah. Uh, Ooh, there have been some clips on my for you page where he's on stage. There was like one where he was like talking into the mic and he's like, you know what? I just don't think it's racist. And then his band just starts playing to shut him up. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. And as soon as they started playing, he shut up and like started dancing. I was like, dude, but, but cause I had no idea about that, about him, but like he showed up on my for you page in an interview and I was looking at the comments and all the comments were like extremely uncommon Matt Healy W with this take. But I was like, Oh, apparently he's, he's like his take are not liked a lot like he's not well, a great just, dude um let's see i just clicked or looked up matt healy and then right off the rip matt healy under fire for ice spice comments i click on it 
It says Matt Healy has once again oh. managed to land himself, and he has like three links of controversies, right? And I'm like, I don't, I yeah, don't I'm care. good. This is he's a human. Disaster. I'm good. Yep. This Damn. is why I don't like to learn about musicians. Agreed. I hate them. Agreed. I hate. I'm terrified Orville Peck's like a horrible Yeah, person. dude, right? I, I, I don't know if I could live with myself. Uh, um, that would hurt. That dude, would. Find out when Kanye goes nuts, dude, that, would, that sucked. That yeah, fucking sucked. That is, that's tough, especially like how influential Kanye's been to hip-hop. Everything. So that is just super tough. It's crazy. We didn't record uh, last week because I had a fucking... Dude, I was at the dentist's oh, office. yeah, how was that? Was Did at, it hurt? I was at the dentist's office for like six hours um six hours dude i would make them i'm like i gotta go eat yeah i got can't make me sit here i got i got there at 1 30 and i didn't leave until six so six and a half (sighs) hours something like that because four and a half hours so whatever um (laughs) it's basically six hours dude i mean it's the dentist you get time dilation yeah um I got because i got a crown or i got a root canal a crown and a cavity filled while i was there um my god and a hand job dude, pretty much yeah Christ. so uh but it wasn't dude so like it wasn't that bad like the root canal didn't hurt at all i felt nothing i felt zero so they, oh, I they, mean, because your roots gone. They they numb me up, and they were like, and she was like, "All right, like in the new dentist office I'm at is great. They're fucking so awesomely cool. Fucking, I think they're the. Let me look up their name real quick to make sure I get it right. Um, they are fucking uh amazing. I think yeah, the Iowa Street Dental Group. They're oh my god, they're fucking incredible. Uh, That's the, cool. The lady, the like the the assistant lady, she's super nice. Uh, she is very much she's like i feel bad because she's really like what like talks to me all and like really nice but like i'm at the dentist office and i'm not having a good time so like i'm trying to be like happy go lucky but i'm also like i am uh fully anxious right now so yeah uh but yeah, like I when i was getting my x-rays first done she i didn't divulge that i had my tongue cut in half and it freaked her out because she was like oh it scared me i was like oh Holy yeah, yeah. Shit. i was like i forgot that's something you're gonna have to see um and then you like need me to hold that for you? Yeah, yes. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so, but I showed up and then she was like, you know, she numbed me up and she was like, all right, you know, we're going to start working. Uh, if you feel any pain, raise your left hand and we'll take care of that. And I was like, okay. So they started working and it wasn't painful, but it felt like I felt something and that was enough. I was like, no, I raised my left hand and she was like, you feel like pain? I was like, not really pain, but it, it's, it is. Like I can, it, it feels, it kind of tickles, like, but not in a fun way. Yeah. And she was like, okay. Yeah. So she numbed me back up and they have this thing, like my old dentist office I used to go to, that old man would beat the shit out of me. I'm never going to a male dentist ever again, dude. That, I don't know, <laughs> that dude, I came out wor- feeling worse than I did going in. That man fucking kicked my ass every time I got in his chair. Like, I feel like he didn't like me. Like, that's how bad it was. That's hilarious. But he would stick this like plastic block in my mouth to keep my mouth open, which is whatever. But the, the dentist office i'm at now they have this like it looks like a breathing tube it's like got a thick like rubber end and they put that in your mouth and it's a constant suction to suction out all like the fluid and the debris and uh the only part that really hurt was my mouth being like forced open for four hours uh like the this the the crease of the right side of my lip is like chapped because it's got like it's like scabbed because it's been held it was held open so long but uh the root canal was fine it i didn't feel a goddamn thing and so we got done with the root canal and she was like all right we're gonna go make the crown and uh 
So they went and made the crown and then uh, came back. They put the crown on my teeth and they were like, all right, while that crown sets, we're going to fill a cavity that you have on that side. And I was like, fucking cool, man. Let's go. And uh, it was great. And I had a special, I bought a special set of headphones from Sony to take with me strictly for this procedure because I didn't want to hear anything. <laughs> and they were phenomenal. They were That's like, good. So they were, those headphones were like 300 bucks. Um, like 303 new. with tax new but what happened was i uh i ordered the new ones paid you know whatever uh like 303 dollars, and then they got to me and amazon has been really cranking their hogs over like overnight delivery like i ordered them bitches at like 10, yeah, yeah. 10 p.m and it was like they'll be at your house at 8 a.m and i was like yeah okay buddy and i woke up at like 8 a.m and opened the door and i was like holy shit they're here I'm so um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, human misery. Yeah, dude. So I was like, uh, so I op- I got the headphones and I opened them and I started pulling them out of the package and it was very apparent that these were not a brand new set of headphones. Like, oh, they yeah. might not have been worn, but they were used. Like, someone had opened the package like the like it was like a capsule box and it should have had like a cardboard ad you know, whatever around it. Do you remember that you told me this story? Or I do. Yeah. I'm air? telling you for okay. the air. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Um, so it had like a cardboard wrapping on it and I, and that was ripped off and put inside of the box. And then there's like a little tab for where the charger goes. And that was in a separate part of the box. So I, I was just like, like, it's so half-assed. Like, yeah. Well, how did this even happen? It, 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 lo- it, it looked like somebody ordered them, didn't like them or like, was like, I don't want these anymore. Or I ordered them by mistake or, or something. And they repackaged the box and sent it back to Amazon because on the Amazon thing, you can buy them new for $278, or you can buy used like new for $150. So it was apparent I got like a used set of headphones, which wasn't yeah. a big deal, but I called Amazon, and I will say for how much shit we talk on Bezos, uh, they have an actual customer service line where you can talk to a real person, and I fucks with that heavily. Like Always. When I have such a specific, like, thing like like fuck you like instagram tiktok like don't sit there and tell me that you're too big to have an actual customer support line when the largest company in the world uh dude i I work for the largest fucking pump manufacturer in the entire world and people just call it to get information all the time the largest manufacturer in the uh, entire world makes real goods and money every year I'm yep. like, what do you what do you got to say instagram yeah what Shut do you for up. real dude it pisses me off but i called this so mad i called the thing and the automated voice line was like how can i help you and i was like this is my problem they're like have you tried this and i'm like yeah just let me speak to a representative and it was like cool and this guy got on the phone a really thick indian accent he was like my name is john how can i help you and i explained to him my situation he was like well we can issue a refund if you return it. I was like, I don't want to return them. I, I want to use them. I need them. But I want my, I want my I just, I paid for new headphones. I didn't get new headphones. I would like to I would like to get charged for used headphones. Um, and he was like, all right, let me talk to my supervisor. Oh, I had a burp. Um, and he comes back and he's like, okay, yeah. He was like, how much do you want back? And I was like, um, uh, $150. And he was like, yeah, that works. We can do that. And I was like, which is less than what the actual, like, the, the used headphones were 150 and then he gave me back 150 so I paid, like, 124 for the headphones. But near, yeah, the, near the end lit. of the phone call, I was like, hey, man, can I ask you a question? He was like, yeah, what's up? I was like, is your name really John, or can I, like, call you by your actual name? And he was like, no, my name is really John. And I was like, 
I don't believe you, but I will, right. go, I will go with it. I feel like you, you have, have to, to say, say that. that. Yeah, you yeah, have to say yeah. that. But you know, whatever, man. Like it's your your name, whatever. So yeah, and then uh, I got the old um, the old headphones for way cheap. I've been browsing um, local deals to see if anyone's um, selling gold or silver for cheap. Because yeah. I found I found some silver real cheap at an antique store, and I was like, you know, I should check the deals. There's always you never know when someone's selling some shit they don't know. Yeah. And I found this one woman selling like a gold pendant that was just like, it was a good size. It wouldn't cost too much. I was like, sweet. I tossed that in the treasure chest. Nice. I don't care about it. And I was like, hey, um, how much does this weigh? Because she had it for a price. It was like, how much does it weigh? I want to know if it's worth it. She's like, I don't know. Okay. okay. Um, awesome. Uh, do you have any proof of how much it weighs or anything like that? Like where, where you got it? She's like, no, I know what it's worth. And then she says, I'm not selling it to melt it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking melt it. it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also like, why do you give a shit? You're selling it. I, I want it. Yeah, I, I, I want, want it. it. It's- I, I would take the money and you yeah. would give it to me. <laughs> and uh, she was like, uh, I bought it from a boutique in Florida. I know what it's worth. And then she, had, she said, I've met several people. Um, and they have multiple times told me or asked me to bring down my price because of the weight. I won't do that. And I was like, so she knows. I was like, what? Because I literally told her, I was like, I will meet you and I'll bring a scale. Would you be willing to change your price? Because I'm like, if this is ludicrously overpriced, yeah. she's not going to spend the yeah, money for yeah, it. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not here to melt it. And I was like, no. Even if like no one was don't... melting it, they just want to know if they're getting ripped yeah, off. Yeah, for real. That's I'm not going to pay. Like, if, if like gold is like, a hundred dollars an ounce i'm not gonna pay a hundred dollars for 50 or i'm sorry a hundred dollars for a hundred ounces i'm not gonna pay a hundred dollars for 50 ounces like that's just standard practices yes i i'm like like it's literally just the value of it it'd be like if you sold a diamond and you refuse to tell them how much it weighs and i'm like but they need that information important information (laughs) oh i I ended up just like not buying it i was like all right fuck it fuck it and i uh, I just bought. That's why I bought some gold on eBay that I found a good deal on. Nice, but dude. Uh, it, it's just like I I don't understand people who like have an emotional attachment to the thing that they're selling. Yeah, like, like why? I, like I, I'm I like, mean, you're, it's leaving your life, my yeah. guy. That's it. It like, doesn't matter what happens. To I it. get it to an extent life. because if you like, if it's something you're sentimental to, where you're like, oh, I don't want to sell this, but I have to. But like that, like gold, like that, I can't imagine like. You've just, got like a, a personal bond with it, you know what I'm saying? No, no, it, it was yeah. I was just like, and I'm like, you're just such a bad seller. Just good God, yeah, you won't yeah. even answer the question, and you won't let anyone ask you. And you told me that if I go and drive across town and meet you, and I weigh it, I'm just gonna find out I'm getting ripped off. That's what you're telling, basically. Me. So, like, fine, fucking basically. Fine. I just yeah. want a bunch of different shapes, sizes, things of jewels and gold, so yeah, I have my, like a real treasure chest. Yeah, dude, and know? like, or like, I just want a bag of jewels, like a, I mean, like a yes, sack like, of, yes. of sapphires and rubies, dude, and gold. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I, I want people to be like, "What do you got there?" And I like spill it on the yeah, table. Yeah, like, like oh. how much for all this? Yeah, or like pay, <laughs> pay in chips of like sapphire. That's how I'm gonna buy a car. That's how I'm gonna. I'm just put <laughs> I wonder, a bunch of jewels. They're like, what? I wonder no. if you can pay for a car in like gold. If like someone's like, yeah, that's gonna be whatever, and you like just lay down a, at a, a real gold dealership. Brick? No, no, but yeah. most dealers, like a local dealer dude, I feel like who's you could. flipping cars. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like you a used could. dealer. 
Oh, yeah. He'd take it in a sec. Hell That's, yeah. I mean, gold is fucking dude. Gold, gold, Money's will hold, money. baby. Uh, gold will hold. That's why. I, yeah, definitely. I've been buying some because I think it's going to spike more because weird bunch of weird shits happening at the economy right now. Oh my god. Um, I get ready to put put your finger on the air horn. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Mitch McConnell fell and in the hospital after a rib fracture. Air horn. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I remember seeing that, dude. I remember seeing that. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, and a concussion. Uh, a Twitter page called is mitch mcconnell dead yet and <laughs> and all the updates are just like no 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 yeah, no yeah. and then when that happened they tweeted like hold on maybe <laughs> and then like i like the next day it was like no i was like damn <laughs> tough dude tough yeah i it was so funny all i love when the centrists have to rush to to be like uh, we couldn't wish ill on anyone, and I was like, "What? Fuck that!" No. Mitch McConnell is ruining people's yeah, lives, literally like their health the and their bodies and their money, and like the fuck devil. Em. Fuck him! I hope he suffered, and I hope um, more happens to him. Honestly, but he got a concussion and he uh, fractured his rib, and he's like eighty fucking something. And I'm like, please retire at least for real. Just stop. Please. Yeah, just give someone, like, you're done. You're fucking over. He's 81 years old. Get out and of here. And they almost, you know, he had polio as a kid, and he was almost killed by a bunch of his supporters oh at God. January 6th, you know? So it's like, just like, stop. If, it's getting too crazy dude, for you, my Dude, for guy. real. Like, you are, you have, you've ran your course. You have done your mayhem oh. and destruction. Now leave. Please. I mean, truly like in the top five most influential politicians of the last yeah, hundred years I, in America. Like that's great. Just put I it away. Dude, I don't, how do you like, I, how do you just like do that? How do you like go to work and be like, all right, dude, justice Thomas, the Clarence Thomas, yeah. the fucking Supreme court justice uh, is literally said, I'm going to sit in this bench as long as it makes liberals mad. That's how they do it. That's the That's problem. And like, I don't like a quote from a Supreme Court nonpartisan yeah, judge who I, has his and, job for his whole life. Like, I don't give a shit about fucking fuck liberals, dude. But like, also, your job, your whole reason to get into politics shouldn't be making like a certain political party mad. I'm, like, it I'm should like, be to help people. Yeah, you're a fucking being. piece of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're not even in politics. You're supposed to be like, above all yeah, of that you're yeah, supposed yeah. to just be discerning the letter of the law uh-huh. but you're like making up what fucking conservative fantasies oh but anyway we should start on the content yeah we really should I this guess. is a long talk we missed the two i mean week, we, we so were i up. mean it's a whole fucking i'm trying to think if there anything else that i i had a show in memphis that was cool um i don't know i wait we, fine we didn't record so i don't think it talked about that it was we went to the farmer's market here for the first time it was incredible i was yeah. absolutely blown away i didn't know farmer's markets could be like that nice. i didn't realize because it was inside and they have it thursday friday saturday and they have you know it's every week all year yeah. and so they have like little restaurants and everything and like real ass shops there cool. instead of like you know tables yeah yeah and, and you know like i don't know if you there's markets like that in a lot of cities like in i'd only ever seen them overseas or like in seattle is a good example boston has yeah. one i didn't realize that it was like that here so we went to it it was wonderful that sounds like, tight Fuck, dude. we're going here all the time that's now. pretty this lit the shit that's pretty yeah they lit. had like a delicious korean food in there like a restaurant that's and tight. we got buckwheat honey and a bunch of 
feet of duck for my dog is hell yeah dude yeah we're going there every um yeah i i don't know i went to i went to memphis and it was it was cool i went jams tiny 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 jars of jams dude oh they're so good jars i Uh, can't stop myself from tiny jars dude they're the best dude i mean if whatever's in it i need it i need it I need I it. I need it. Um, I, but I, I was in I was in Memphis and I was sitting in the green room and uh, fucking the and it's like a it's a it's kind of like a DIY ish venue and they had this fucking projector on stage and I will go on record to say everybody at that venue Mark uh, Cody all like the sound guy and the and the guy that runs the venue amazing fucking anything I needed they were like hell yeah they were like super cool one of the chillest, some of the chillest people I've ever met, but they had this projector on stage to play visuals and like, it's like stage and then projector took up 90, like the 90% of the stage. There was like four feet of room for people to get on. And the DJ booth is like tucked way back in the corner. And I was like, Hey man, I want to be honest with you. This thing's got to go. Like it is. Yeah. Our whole point of the party is to have people on stage. Like we got (laughs) to, yeah, we, we can't, we can't have that. And then the news showed up and then we did an interview with the local Tennessee news, um, about what emo night was and stuff like that. It was a good time. I, uh, hold on. I got a burp. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was cool. I like to. I, I the only time I the only reason I bitch about Memphis so much is because of the drive. It's like seven fucking hours, or it's eight That's hours really, for me. because yeah. I got to drive. Have to they see. ever thought about moving Memphis closer? To yeah, you? just pick Memphis just up and move it closer move it to over Kansas. There, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's longer because I got to drive to St. Louis and pick up all the equipment and merch, and then I got to drive to Memphis. So it's like four hours to St. Louis, four hours to Memphis. Uh, instead of a, it's like a seven thirty straight shot, but still pain in the ass. But it's a good time, so I don't know. The trade off is the trade off is there. Uh, I've also recently having been been having fantasies about sawing my couch in half to move it out of this room. Um, instead of is moving. that the only way it's gonna get out? Uh yeah. I it's, uh, it's why kinda, don't you get Stu on the other side? Pick it up. I because I had to saw the fucking legs off to get it in here, so it's gonna be a nightmare to move out. So I've been thinking about just sawing this motherfucker in half. But I'm also attached to it because my mom gave it to me, and like it's a nice couch. Bro, it's a couch. It's Couches nice. aren't like that, it, dude. I love. I dude. You use a couch. You sit on it. You fart on it. You fuck on it. You spill your food on it, and then after ten or twenty years, you get rid of it. There's no sentimentality. Yeah, but like to, it ain't been that long. It's been like four years, maybe. Was it like brand that. new when you got it? Pretty much. Yeah. It's like oh. it, it is. It is. It's still a good couch. Well, then I mean, you got it in the room. You can get it out of the room. But you're not gonna. When are you gonna move? You're gonna get it. So what, it's, I've got this. I so there is. I just got a notification about my lease coming up. So what I'm thinking Uh-oh. about doing is I'm thinking about signing another year here and using that year to get rid of shit, to like start downsizing. And then when the next lease renewal comes up, start looking for a place to um, move, move to. Move to Pennsylvania. Yeah, move to Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think it over a little bit more, but... Uh, um, you do need to get rid of stuff. I do. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of things, man. A lot of things and stuff and stuff and things. So, um, kind of a nightmare, but it is what it is. It Let's is see, what, what it we is. Did last week or last time, that was the bear in Arizona and the car scam. Mine was long, so you did yours first. Yeah, but isn't yours no. long this time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, how long is yours? How many pages? 
actually just under four full pages. Mine's like two and a half, maybe. All right, fine, um, you go first. Okay. Um, where? Oh, shit. Uh, let's see here. I got distracted with us talking about all the things, and I forgot to fucking pull my shit up. Shit. Then I got to close out all my tabs because I don't. I just close my laptop when we're done, so it's like all the shit I was looking at last time we recorded. Uh, drive. Real pain in the ass, let me tell you. Uh, I've also been playing the Assassin's Creed games, so that's been pretty cool. Why the f- what are you starting from the beginning or something Hell or what, no, dude? Um, so dude, Assassin's Creed Two is the best one. So I have only played the first one, and oh, that's like literally Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, that game sucks. Honestly, uh, so <laughs> my idea, my so they were all on sale for like five bucks, and I didn't know which ones were the good ones. So I was asking people, I was like, hey, like, what one should I buy? And they're like, oh, and I, I had my eyes on Odyssey because I really like the whole, you know, Greek mythology and stuff like that. And like the war, like good combat stuff and RPGs. So I bought that one and then everyone was like, oh, you should play this one or this one. So I went to buy, I bought uh, Odyssey, I bought Syndicate and I bought Black Flag. Um, so no, wait, what? Odyssey? Which one's that? Came out in, I think, 2018. Oh, dude, you didn't get two? Well, I didn't fucking know. I didn't know. Oh, it's like the OG. Even Brother or Origins and everything. Honestly. I heard. So I, two, I went to everything buy. Everything from two to before three was good. I went to buy. great. Went to buy Origins, but the sale had ended. And I was like, fuck. And I'm not paying 60 bucks for it. No, uh, that's outrageous. Yeah, we have another issue because I got to pee. And, uh, you know, if I if if we have dead air, I'm going to forget to edit it on Thursday. And oh, we're gonna I got to. So you got to fill that okay. air. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk Hurry. about like a good recipe for something or, you know, just what you're into oh, lately. Wait, but wait, what's the thing you made called? What is that called? What? What the casserole? What do we call that? We called it the ten. We egg casserole. called it ten egg casserole. Um, I don't know if I could Google that. But, I found it on the Red Nose website. Oh, it was on. It was yeah. We found this new uh, grocery store called Red Nurse, which is uh, employee owned, which is cool. I really like that about it. And they had a recipe for a casserole that's like tater tots and. 10, 10 eggs, which is why we call it 10 egg casserole, and a lot of cheese. Like, basically, I think it's a whole cup of cheese, and broccoli, and garlic, and... Were there onions? Yeah. Yeah, onions. Uh, it's really good. I It's very filling. We ate it uh, today as our meal, and we probably have, like, three more, four more days of food left. Okay. And you should put... Um, Ghost pepper salt on it because it makes everything delicious. There you go. You heard it. Then that's the ten egg casserole. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, all right. Uh, so I didn't really know who I was going to cover, even though we had a whole extra week to do things. Son of a bitch. Uh, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I was debating on being like, dude, fuck twenty episodes. Let's just end it today. But I, um, I, uh, I also lied to you on what? our last episode. 
we have we have to get to 20 we would have two more after this episode what for real <laughs> i know i oh. said it was two last one i got it mixed up i don't, I don't know, know man <laughs> next episode might be our last one i'm kind of i'm kind of over it 19 that yeah stings, dude man. i know yeah it's a good it's a good middle finger um but also <laughs> instead of searching hot words like scam and con man or like fraud i started searching a hot word or the the word imposter uh and yes once yep. i waded through yeah. all the among us bullshit um there are, <laughs> there are some pretty good fucking uh imposters. yeah some pretty oh, good yeah. uh pretty good imposters out there so i found this guy he's kind of like the dude who we covered that the invented the the i the the island of poyace or whatever where he sent all those yes. irish immigrants to basically die yeah stories kind of like that but like not so not like the place isn't so much made up but you'll you'll so you'll see but today we're going to talk about greg uh salamanazar i think that's how you say the last name i don't care uh so there isn't a whole lot to go off on this dude's early life because like he was born in like 1679 um and people one weren't exactly keen on keeping documents of themselves back then or like truthful documents and a lot of like stuff about him is from his like autobiography and like a few other sources. And he like made it a point to not really tell anybody about his early life or his name. Um, so, um, so it's believed that he was born in like Southern France to a cat to Catholic parents sometime between 1679 and 1684. Uh, like I said, birth name not really known either like george salman salman azar or whatever it sounds completely fucking made up uh you know if you told me that was your name i'd probably like laugh in your face or something you fucking sounds like a dnd yeah absolutely. Bitch. uh so like i said a lot about his early life comes from his autobiography that he published when he after he, that was published after he died um and you know everyone's autobiography is completely 100 percent truthful uh, it's true. Yeah, especially since it was written by this guy. So I actually uh, have a specific rule. I, I like basically never read autobiographies. Yeah, that's like, probably a good I, rule. I, I read a lot of biographies. I think they can be interesting. I tend to avoid them overall because I don't want to read about one person ever. Yeah, I'm just yeah. bored of that. But I never read autobiographies. They're just Get bullshit. Get that. Understandable. So, uh, according to him, he went to school at a Franciscan school uh, and then a Jesuit academy. Uh, both of these schools were really rock hard for Jesus. So the Jesuits uh, love yeah, they Jesus. love Jesus. The big into right it. in the name, big into it. So, um, so while he was in these schools, he claimed that his hog was constantly cranked, not like the diddler way, but like in the "You're such a genius, child prodigy, oh my god" kind of way. Uh, and he was constantly praised for, quote, my uncommon genius for languages, which in the 1600s, you know, this man was just making shit up and getting away with it. People were like, yeah, that sounds right. And uh, according to him, he was somewhat of a child prodigy, uh, and he claims that by the age of seven or eight, he was completely fluent in Latin um fucking yeah right boner i doubt it yeah so okay yeah he would go on to say that nerd choice yeah yeah so he would he would go on to say that he would have encounters with a philosophy tutor that made him not super interested in academics anymore and around 15 or 16 he was like school sucks later and deuces out so we're gonna skip forward a bit and talk about this man's career 
as an imposter. So uh, George is like, all right, I got to do some traveling. Rome sounds like a good choice. So to ensure a safe and cheap trip uh, to Rome, I am going to pretend to be an Irish pilgrim. He learns English, he forges a passport, and he steals a pilgrim's cloak and staff, which for some reason is really funny to me that is like something... He, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, reminds me, it reminds me of the South Park episode about Columbus Day where like Randy's like, Randy's like uh, 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 fucking... What is his wife's name again? Fucking Sharon. He's like, Sharon, have you seen my Columbus Day staff and orb? Uh, but like, <laughs> that first, I was, I guess that's something you need to pass to pass as a pilgrim. You needed a staff and a cloak. Where is your pilgrim staff? Yeah, well, yeah, it ain't no if fucking staff, real pilgrim. If you're a pilgrim, where's, yeah, your, fucking where's staff? your fucking staff and cloak, dude? I, so I love that you could just don an, some clothes and you're, you're like, like, I've begun a new life. Right there. Right there. That's <laughs> this, it. This is my profession. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he sets off on his adventure, and during the initial part of his journey, he runs into a bit of a fucking snafu. Apparently, he picked the one ship where, like, everyone was familiar with Ireland. And everyone's like, <laughs> I don't think you're an Irish pilgrim, buddy. And he's like, well, shit. Uh, they Son saw, of a bitch, really? Yeah, yeah, real, right off the rip. So he, he's like, well, fuck, saw right through that disguise. So he's like, all I'm right. St- Spanish? Yeah. So uh, I guess anybody it, it, here it's from Spain? Way better. So he is like, all right, this Irish disguise isn't working out. I'm gonna need something else to fool people. So this white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed man comes up with a brilliant backstory that no one will question. He starts telling people that he is a quote Japanese heathen. <laughs> which is totally believable and he starts okay so to go along with this backstory he starts doing like just like off the wall like customs like eating raw meat spiced with uh cardamom and sleeping while sitting up in a chair shit that's like not He's actually like, japanese do this all the time yeah it's Absolutely. like it's like things that are just weird but like you can pat you maybe can pass off as like a custom so yeah, that sounds wrong, but I don't know enough about yeah, Japan. It, yeah, it. exactly. So it was like <laughs> stuff that was weird enough to the average person that they wouldn't question it. So he actually ends up not reaching Rome because, uh, and because of this, he starts traveling through various German prin- uh, princi- p- 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 principalities between 1700 and 1702. And he eventually ends up in the Netherlands. And whilst in the Netherlands, he does the occasional serving as a mercenary and soldier to make some money. And at this point, he decides that the Japanese heathen backstory's got to go. Just wasn't obscure enough. He's like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, It's just, I don't know. So I'm going to be a Babylonian. Well, Feather so writer? he he changes his homeland from Japan to Formosa, which at the time is what the West called Taiwan. Um, it was yeah before Taiwan was the big oh, okay. actual name to call it. So Formosa, yeah, oh. Formosa. So I didn't know that he starts learning. So he starts really leaning really hard into this like persona. He's like, look at me. I'm a, from a p- obscure place no one really been to. Look how wacky and zany I am. Look at all my crazy customs. And he starts making up more ridiculous shit. He starts following like a foreign calendar. He worships the sun and the moon with like really complex rituals that he just fucking made up. And he even goes, <laughs> yeah, dude. He even goes as far as to make up his own language for the whole ruse. Hold on. Oh, I mean, that's always a good might start. as well yeah. spell it. Yeah, might as well. So, in late 1702, during his travels, our little fucking rotten soldier runs into a Scottish priest named Alexander Enes, who at the time was a chaplain for a Scottish army unit. 
And after they meet, Alexander starts claiming that he had successfully converted our heathen from Formosa to or, or he successfully converted our little heathen from Formosa to Christianity. And he was the one that actually gave him the name George Salamanazar. Um, apparently, it was after some Assyrian king, uh, Shalmanazir the fifth, from the Bible or whatever. Fucking whatever. Who cares? Sure. Yeah, that sounds right. So in seventeen oh three, these two old buddy boys peace out. They head for London, and this is where George really fucking popped his pussy. So upon arrival, to, <laughs> upon ar- upon arrival to London, uh, immediately George is what the kids call popping off. He had all the right stuff to keep people interested. I think that would mean cracked, right? Yeah, That's absolutely cracked. Yeah. Like, let okay. him cook. So um, he, was this, he was this sophisticated, exotic foreigner from the, from the most of interesting lands that were far, far away. And most of all, what really sold it is he fucking hated Catholics. All the perfect ingredients, dude good oh, to go. hey yeah that's like a theme of this episode yeah they really won he really won the people over with that one so george starts building this story of formosa he claims that he was abducted from 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 formosa by jesuits and taken to france and while in france he stuck to his guns and refused to become a damn dirty catholic he claimed himself to be a reformed heathen who now uh practiced angelicanism so George quickly quickly makes his way through the ranks of Are high these, society. What angelicanism? Yeah, that's. I feel like he's making everything up. Well, uh, angelicanism is basically, from what I understood, just Christianity in olden times, like actual, like like regular, you know, not Catholicism. Oh, okay. That's what I got from it. I could be wrong, but that's what I thought. I thought. Oh, was. wait, Anglicanism? Sure, why not? Is there an e in it? No. Anglicanism. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, Angelic, that's made up. Same shit. <laughs> it's all fucking made up. What are you I talking mean, it about? Is all it's made all up. fucking it made is. up. So, uh, George quickly makes his way up through the ranks of high society. He becomes a regular favorite of the Bishop of London, as well as other well-respected members of London's high society. He was invited to all the parties. He dressed in the most elegant clothes, uh, and he would just fucking shovel food and drink in his mouth while he just was making shit up about Formosa. So George decides, life. yeah, it's a way to do it, <laughs> I mean, man. Shit. So he decides to capitalize off this fame of the growing interest of his foreign home. And in 1704, he publishes a book called an historical and geographical description of Formosa an island subject to the emperor of Japan name doesn't really roll off the tongue, but that's what it was called. So, um, in this That's book, kind of a bold move. It is. A book? It is. Like you are now putting it in Yeah, evidence. in writing, yeah. That's, yeah. So, in this book, George claims that Formosa was a thriving and prosperous country. The capital of Formosa was called Zertinsta, and the men would walk around naked except for gold or silver plates covering their motherfucking hogs. The main dish that Formosans dined on was a snake that they would hunt and kill with tree branches. He claimed that's their main dish. Yeah, snakes. their main dish, snakes. So Holy he, shit. yeah, so he claimed that Formosans were polygamous and that it was a right that husbands could eat their wives for infidelity. So yeah, eat them yeah, not just kill them. Yeah, eat them. 
So public executions were also carried out. Dude, oh yeah, Uh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, So public executions were carried out by hanging the person upside upside down and just fucking decimating them with volleys of arrows. Um. So the pr- that creative. yeah right. Not at all. <laughs> so the people of Formosa used horses and camels for transport, and they dwelled in underground circular houses. One Japan, a Japanese island, horses and camels. Yes, and sir. Underground on a little island. Yep. Okay. Uh, one thing that he uh one totally believable thing that he decided to add in just to top the whole thing off. He claimed that at the beginning of every year, the people of Formosa sacrificed the hearts of 18,000 young boys to the gods. 18,000. Yeah, and that Formosa priests ate the bodies. 18,000. Every year. Every year, yeah. What year is this taking place? Uh, He released this book in 1704. 18,000 would be huge. Yeah, that would be like the, they're like we kill the biggest city in Europe every every year. yeah every time he would like every time someone combated the, somebody combated the claim he was like well the Formosan men had multiple wives and had a ton of children and that's what they did yeah. <laughs> apparently enough to sacrifice eighteen thousand young boys a year <laughs> so uh, he would also. Um, Described the Formosan language in great detail, which of course is all bullshit. He made the language up, but it was so convincing that the Formosan alphabet was included in books about language well into the 19th century. <laughs> which is fucking. So yeah, Reagan knows all about this. Probably about the it. book. That's pretty funny. The book he wrote was a massive success. It sold out immediately, and he made a ton of money off of it. It went through. Two English editions as well as a French and a German edition. Honestly, fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude, fuck yeah, it, it works. <laughs> he just made a cool fiction yeah, book. Yeah, it works. Everybody was like, sweet. <laughs> so George would go on to lecture at numerous academic societies, or as it was stated, quoted learned societies, as well as uh, a you know, as well as lecturing in the Royal Society as well. Um, and he would lecture, obviously, about Formosan culture. It was even proposed that he go to he go and give a lecture lecture at Oxford University. Uh, with this fame, obviously, became skeptic skeptics. But old George was always quick on his feet. Um, God damn it! I forget to turn my Discord notifications off every time. Uh, it was only like one or two. Yeah, it been bad. So every skeptic question uh, he was hit with, he would find a way to spin it around and use it as another fact about Formosa. So people would be like, he's like, it's funny. You mentioned that actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one of the most common ones is like, people are like, Hey man, you're from this like exotic land. Like, why are you so white? And he was like, well, actually royalty in Formosa lives underground. So that's why I'm so pale. And this was, yeah. this was kind of like, this is well before the times people understood how like skin color like worked, like what made people darker and whiter or whatever. And like, also from what I was reading, it was like around the time that like race and ethnicity was not like a completely established thing that people understood. Yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, you know, royalty lived underground. That's why I'm so white. Uh, makes total sense. Uh, but Catholics who had actually, been to Formosa on mission trips were like, yeah, none of what you're saying is true. This dude is just talking out of his ass. 
And everyone was like, shut your fucking Fuck stupid Catholic, Catholic ass shut up, your you dumb nerd. Catholic yeah. mouth. <laughs> no one listened to him because they were Catholic. So George's fame. New Year was yeah, dude. And so George's fame and fortune did not last long, though. Soon, like the Formosa craze, as they called it, would die down. And as time went on, Formosa became more visited, and people were realizing that he was just full of shit. So. Later in life, our pal George would live on Grub Street, which was an area, um, from what it seemed, for impoverished writers. He wrote a number of publications throughout his later years, but nothing really notable. He did, in fact, they have never a- put it away, nope. dude. That dude, put two full books, so he couldn't make any savings. You so, fucking dummy. Well, so he wrote there. So he wrote the first one, which is a massive success, and then after that, he really didn't write anything else well, that, that yeah. sold. Uh, I meant like he had multiple. Yeah, of yeah. It. yeah. So it was like yeah, I sold yeah, a lot of. True, them. true. Um, so he did though, in fact, have a close friendship with legendary English writer Samuel Johnson, who was like oddly super into George, like fucking really adored this guy. Like, I wonder if they like explored each other's bodies. He was so into. They were him. roommates. Yeah, and like the easy like Samuel George or Johnson is like. Oh, you know, you could, if he was walking around Grub Street, like there wasn't a person who wouldn't pay the respects. You know what I'm saying? So, um, anyways, at the end of his life, old George was seen as a hack and a fraud. He lived off 30 pounds a year, around roughly around $5,300 in today's money. And that was paid by a, how they put, admirer, probably Samuel Johnson. Probably um, a body explorer. Yeah. So he wrote 12 hours a day and he sustained himself with a daily pint of punch that contained 10 to 12 drops of opium. Hell yeah, brother. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so at some point in his later life, he did admit that he made all of the Formosa shit up. Uh, now, when he was. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. When he was alive, he only admitted it to his close friends. Um, but in his later years, he wrote the memoir. It was titled Memoirs of, and then it's just like asterisks, 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 not putting his real name. And then it's then it's Memoirs of Blank, commonly known by the name of George Salamanazar, a reputed a reputed native of Formosa, which he wrote that, put it in his desk, and then had it published after his death, and it contained all the details, um, you know, some of the details of his early life, but it was mainly about how he fabricated the entire Formosa bullshit. Um, That's silly yeah. as hell. Dude, really, silly like, didn't go anywhere fuck. with it. Didn't, like, nothing. He, he did pretty, I mean, honestly, fairly harmless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. He, all he did was, like, go to parties. He got somewhat wealthy off the books, but that's about yeah. it. nothing but I'm super like, crazy. You know, I'm like, back then half every piece of information by like an expert was like bullshit probably anyway. yeah bullshit. Take it with a grain so of you know he just wrote a nice fiction book at the time and it sold pretty well he's like and it's not my fault that people took it as a serious yeah book i mean you know he did some dicey racial representations that probably wouldn't fly in yeah, sitcoms it, in these days absolutely you know? not absolutely but not. uh the man did what he needed to survive. I like that story. Yeah, that's kind of hilarious. Yeah, fucking and did what he had to do. Alphabet. That's sick. That's a lot. A of whole work. language and like the like the wiki article too. Like like translated the Lord's Prayer in this alphabet that he created. It's just fucking gibberish. Wow. It's all fucking gibberish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that's pretty funny. That's a good one. I like yeah, that story. Good. Um, is that that's a, is that the end of it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. like I said, it yeah. wasn't a very long one, but it was still no, no. It's a good one yeah. though. It's I, I an imposter um, is kind of where I had been going with stuff too. I started running into more of those, and because of the things that I Google all the time for the season, Google is now alerting me of nice. hot new cons and, and frauds. Hell so, yeah, dude. Uh, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where someone was inspired by another person. Uh, I'll think of it. But someone who knew Anna Delvey actually oh. in jail, she did the Anna Delvey thing uh, and they got arrested. Oh, She's damn. Hundreds of thousands of dollars got arrested. Did the exact same thing. Well, um, and it's, a it's bad, hilarious. bad thing to do. Obviously, the the person that the blueprint didn't I, work out. Why would you? I was, yeah, like, I was like, you met Anna in Rikers. Yeah. Why? Like, why did you think it would work for you? Uh, yeah, that, and then there was another one that I'll try to remember later, but also quick reminder, Tyler Gallagher has still not been arrested. No shit, he's dude, done. he's fucking, no, that man's on nothing. the lamb. Dude, he's on the lamb. I, I could not imagine where the fuck that dude is. It's, it's bonkers. I bet he, dude, um, I bet he's just in some fucking right out in the open. Like I said, he's like. He's like, you just moved to like Wyoming. Yeah, he's like in Ohio <laughs> or something, just like yeah. vibing, dude. He's in East Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so big shout out for my story this week to WRTV and Fox 59. They had they were local coverage of these stories. They were they did a great job. Honestly, not a lot of national coverage of this. It's a very much like a like a you know, it'd be a it's a big deal for the town that it's in, but it's it didn't make much of a um much of an impact nationally so they had a lot of good write-ups and that's where i found a lot of this information about um so we're gonna start our story with a woman named montserrat shirley her name is montserrat which yeah montserrat i forgot what that meant um it had oh yeah that was the uh mountain in the middle of Colombia, which i think is where she was no, she's from Puerto Rico. Okay. Um, because, yeah, so she moved to the Midwest when she was 25, following her siblings from Puerto Rico to get an education. They'd all live there, and, and, and she was like, all right, we've got to try to go make some money. So she moved. She gets married to a guy named John shortly after in 1993, and she gets the bachelor's degree in nursing, a daughter, brand new SUV, get nice. the house, whole nine yards, you know, American dream. That's sweet. And um, she wants to move to a nicer neighborhood in Richmond Hill, Indiana, which I'm like, you're really splitting hairs. So yeah. nicer. Dude, Indiana. for real. We're still, at yeah. the end of the day, in Indiana. Indiana, yeah. So um, they move to a nicer neighborhood and then file bankruptcy and get a divorce seven years later. Hell yeah, Couldn't dude. afford it. Yeah. The American the husband dream. had been worried about it. He wanted to do it. She got it. Um her ex-husband now pays child support. She got the house, but she did take on all of the debts as a part of the agreement. Um, and then he said, oh, yeah, and he owes her some cash, but she's like, don't worry about it. Okay. It's part of their agreement. He owes her a little bit of money. She's like, it's fine. Just pay me whenever. Yeah. Until Ooh. until she meets her new boyfriend named Mark Leonard, and all of a sudden she kind of needs the cash. Can you give me some of the cash? Uh, John, the ex-husband, has to take three husbands to or three <laughs> jobs to pay yeah, for everything. Three husbands. This dude's, uh, this dude's absolutely strapped right now. 
Um, and he's working one of his extra jobs. Oh, wait. No, I don't want to do that. I changed my notes a little bit, and I forgot to change this one part. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, she it's because of her new boyfriend, Mark Leonard. Um, he had, they, She met him at a bar. She liked his vibe. She also liked that he had a big wad of cash, and he bragged about owning a Hummer a lot. That'll do it, and, man. That's what gets oh, you. For someone who lives wetter, in Indiana, I'm wet. The Hummer will fucking get yeah. you going, dog. Um, they uh, so they hit it off. They meet in secret because she doesn't uh, want to to be around her daughter because they have a daughter, and you know she's divorced and doesn't introduce people too early, which okay. is cool. He, he's like, don't worry about it, babe. I'll just hide in the uh, closet. Uh, you can just, yeah, do, deal with whatever. Yeah, just, I'll uh, inconspicuously come pick you up in my Hummer. No one will yeah, know, dude. <laughs> my secret Hummer. Yeah. Um, after a few weeks of them dating, he moves in with her, despite him being on house arrest. Okay. Um, dudes flashing cash in a bar, bragging about a Hummer on house arrest and moving in with a new girlfriend in just a few weeks, fucking a walking red flag, guaranteed disaster. Nice. I could, you know, like she's, she's ignoring all the signs. All the signs. Um, for the first few months though, things are great. She says he was a very kind man, um, which, you know, done couldn't speak louder the quality of his character. So what about all that other stuff? Yeah, he's, he's a kind man. Until 2012, when he gets admitted to the hospital with a severe headache that turned out to be an autoimmune disease that progressed quickly. He fell into a coma and was put on a ventilator. Early stayed by his side the whole time. Nursed him back to health after he was released. You know, like, really took care of him. And he's like, oh my god, I have a crazy idea. We should burn your house down for insurance money. Hell yeah, dude classic Hummer owning house arrest yeah. four weeks moving in, having ass attempt. Yeah. That's a you gold know? idea right there. That's, that's, that's Mark Leonard's fucking golden ticket. Right yes, there. sir. Uh, Mark also, while they're addressing some finances mentions that she can't drive a better car than him. I, I mean, and that's obvious. I don't think I need Duh, to explain yeah. that. Um, yeah. The woman can't drive a better car than the man. Obviously just, not. <laughs> that's just not alpha. It's no, not, not alpha it's at not all. It's not alpha at all. Not alpha at all. Virtually no sigma in the slightest. So um, she, he drives her to a rental place so she can rent a car. And then she sold her SUV to a friend of his. And he's like, I'll buy you a BMW, babe. And they got her a 2004 Taurus for $750. <laughs> while he cruised around in the Cadillac STS, which nice. is good. The natural order of Yeah, the natural of order of things. Is things. Being restored. Um, so he was able to afford the Cadillac STS uh, by selling items that he stole from a hotel that he was doing a construction job on. Phew! This guy is busy. He's killing it. <laughs> He's killing it. Yeah, killing it. <laughs> He's absolutely just, you know, cougar slayer. Yeah. He's <laughs> a bar. Women are throwing themselves all over him. Um, so after the whole hospital thing is over, they're at a pool party. They're with Mark's buddy named Glenn Holtz. And Glenn Holtz burned his house down. And he's like, bro, tell her how easy it was to burn your house down. Dude. And and Glenn's like, well, actually, I knew this one dude who did it, and he got like 75 years of prison. Like, ah. prison. And, and and uh she's like, <laughs> he's he's <laughs> whatever, <so>. dude. <laughs> um and it happened to for me. some reason, Glenn is like, Oh, if you guys were gonna do that. 
who would get the money? Ridiculous question. Yeah, well, interesting. Yeah. And Mark's like, obviously I do. Duh. Done. Uh, I was like, yeah, why would you even ask that Glenn Holtz? <laughs> it, he's going to burn her house down and he would he get the money. the money. Couldn't be more. He has the nicer car. He gets the insurance money. The natural the hierarchy things. of insurance natural. fraud. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter, though. She says she doesn't want to do it. And that's the end of our story. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. That's so, usually how it goes. Yeah. Uh, the idea pops up again naturally in October. And Mark's like, Gary's going to come set your house up to burn down yeah. and you're going to say yes. Yeah. And then she called the police and put the whole scheme to rest. I forgot I actually did that one later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, this is when she starts boarding her cat and she gets a babysitter for her daughter. So And, and then she stays out of the house. This is a get them out of the house and she's out of the house. He's like, hey, if you like anything you own, we should probably get it out of the house. So they load up some personal effects into a van and stored them, and then they went to the casino while they waited for the house to burn down. And they're waiting for the call. Fuck it. Oh, Mark Leonard loves the casino. I don't know if that was clear. He loves the casino. Yeah, that's... Uh, Is that a surprise? No, that's that, uh, typical, typical oh. uh, insurance fraud behavior. Really like You could see casino. this guy in Oklahoma very oh, easily. Oh, hell right? yes, you could. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like, I think I yeah, know this Oklahoma guy. mentality, dude. Um. So... Uh, the, no one calls, so they drive straight to Gary's house, and they're like, and Mark's like, Gary, what the fuck? <laughs> and Gary's like, oh, I got pulled over as I was coming over there. Damn. And Mark's like, no, you fucking didn't. You and Shirley was like, bitch. that doesn't really make sense either. <laughs> Which I think is, they're like yelling in the lawn. Like, nice. this is actually yelling in the oh, lawn. Oh, nice. And yeah, no, like, he goes over there and he yells at him. And I love the idea of Shirley being like, wait, what? Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> that still doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, but she's glad that it didn't happen. So she tries to get Mark to drop it. And that is not where the story would end. Obviously, he's not going to do that. So they try again next week, this time with a plan to cover up the fireplace. And they're like, I'm going to get someone. I need a professional. There right. So yeah. Mark gets his half brother in on it. There. You know, that's going to be the guy. Yeah. Mark's got some nefarious siblings, man. And the half brother yeah. is what's going to do it. So he promises $10,000 of the eventual insurance money to his half brother to get the job done. Um, it didn't work amazingly. Uh, so she, uh, Mark calls her and he's like, Hey, uh, the house is too cold. You should go stay at Glenn Holtz's house, which I was like, what the fuck Glenn? Yeah. What? They can't go back to the house because the house is full of natural gas and it didn't light on fire. Damn. Um, Glenn knows about the idea and he's like, I think this is really fucking stupid now. Like this two attempts. I don't know. I think yeah, these guys man. are dumb. Like <laughs> if, if you fail to burn your house down twice, maybe you should just put it to rest. Yeah. It's You're like, you know you. what? This doesn't seem like my plan. Yeah. yeah not yeah, for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my favorite part. The Leonard boys go to the library. Hell yeah. They actually they go to the library to read about a fire that had happened at a similar sized house. I like where their head's at. Yeah. They're thinking about it. Give me I your finest why... books on arson, please. I was like, why isn't Glenn's idea working? Yeah. Glenn burned his house down. Um, so she was like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. She, she's begging. She's like, I'll give you my 401k. And he's like, how much is in it? Oh my God. And she's and she's like 10k so i was like jesus bitch what are you yeah, doing what? you need 10 you're in your 30s you yeah. need more than 401k 
Uh, and he's like, that's not going to be enough. We know Mark Leonard is not. Um, he's a man of fine taste. He's a BMW or yeah, a Cadillac dude. STS. He's not going to be driving around. He once owned a Hummer. What do you mean, dog? Of the course. man yeah. once owned a Hummer. <laughs> I'm sure it was repossessed. It yeah. wasn't part of the story. You never hear it again. I'm sure it was repossessed. Um, she is not afraid of him. I want that noted. She's like, she loves this dude. She's not like, she's like, come on, let's not do this. And he's like, nah, that's not going to work. We need more money. And she's like, okay, you know, she doesn't, she's not like, oh, he's going to kill me. He's not beating her. She loves him. She's doing this. Okay. I just, that's part of the story. There's no coercion. I'm not kidding. This is weird. uh, Weird infatuation with a guy who constantly wants you to burn your house down. Dude. I mean, who was it? Um, the fake prince, the fake. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That that dude had people falling in love with him, and I was like, "What? No, wait. Uh, I'm thinking of the real estate guy. The oh, guy. fake booby guy. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those women were obsessed with this dude, and he was he was this guy. Yeah, he's like the literally same dude, this guy. Really, maybe a um, little less white trash. Yeah, he was a little more determined. Yeah. He read a whole book. Yeah. I don't think Mark's ever read a book. Um, <laughs> So they uh, meet Mark's brother for sh- this part was hilarious. They meet Mark's brother for Shirley to give Mark's brother $40 for a part. And I was like, this cheap son of a bitch doesn't even he can't even pay the 40 bucks for the part. Dude, he's- and I was like, two grown men in their 30s don't have $40 <laughs> between them. The economy is a shambles. <laughs> the economy is a shambles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of course they don't have 40 fucking dollars. Uh, I just thought that was such a enlightening that is, detail. Yeah, very very much so, but it's like, you know, how is this man going to get rich if he's not pinching for pennies, dude? He's got to save oh, every I mean, every nickel true. and dime. A penny saved is a penny earned. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she this gives them the 40 fucking dollars. They head out to the casino that weekend, board the kitty, send the daughter off somewhere, and they wait for another attempt. And then she gets the call to learn that her home was not on fire. It had exploded with the force of a bunker bomb. Oh, my God. It was dude. massive. Jesus. At exactly 11-11 on November 10th, which I was like, come on, Damn. guys. You were right yeah, there. right there. Right there. Um, 2012, a two-story single phone family home explodes in the south side of indianapolis with the force of about ten thousand pounds of tnt they absolutely detonated that's crazy the first time i read it i thought it said five pounds of tnt because it said five tons yeah and i was like oh i mean damn i don't know five pounds of dnd that'd probably make a mess you know i think but i was like oh oh my god yeah that's fucking uh that's a lot that is a lot that is uh um that is the largest conventional bombs we could make in World War II were ten thousand pounds. We were doing our absolute best to blow up dams with those things, and I that was the biggest we could do. And that's what they did to this lady's house, dude. That's fucking insane. I'm like looking at it, pictures of it now. Oh my god! Yeah, like I, I, what I was saying was that's like harm your neighbor's houses explosion. So I'm getting yeah. to that. It is an immense blast. Uh, nearby neighbors reported looking through their blown out front doors to see an actual mushroom cloud rising into Man, the sky. That's great. Over 500 calls are made to 911 within a few minutes, which completely overloads county dispatch. And yeah. seen as chaos as good Samaritans like the nearby McDonald family rush to the aid of their neighbors all over the burb. 
there's a local homicide detective who lived there, Sean Looper, um, who went out in his cruiser to start conveying into first info to first responders. And his neighbors thought a fucking airplane crashed into the neighborhood because they didn't see what happened. So they're just like, I don't yeah. fucking know. I dude. mean, like something happening like that in a, like a residential neighborhood, you're going to have no fucking clue. It's what so happened. weird. Yeah, dude. You're going to have I'm no reading idea. about it. Uh, and I'll get to that. So. So, like, Looper was one of the first to arrive at what he surmised as Ground Zero because the aforementioned single-family home at 8349 Fieldfair Way had been completely leveled, leaving only the cracked foundation and a debris field. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's like, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you did it in the most, like, like if you would have just burned you your house down. made a thermobaric down, bomb. Yeah, if you would have just burned your house down, like, you probably still would have got caught, but it's like, okay, they can put that fire out. But, like, and, yeah. and you don't need to, like, burn the damn thing to the ground to total a house and get insurance no. money. But, no, like, you just burn the garage. You made yeah. such a fucking explosion that it's, it like, you're not getting away with this. Like, it is now no. like an investigation. You've got a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the houses near it were collapsing in on themselves because they like basically got every adjacent wall to the explosion just got flattened. Damn. And small scattered fires all over were starting to spread. And Looper, Looper couldn't get any closer because the heat was singeing his skin. Jesus. Um, the audio recordings of the calls and everything are pretty harrowing. And like you said, no frame of reference for something that sounded like a fucking active war yeah, zone. Yeah. Like, there's just screaming everywhere and, and you can hear them yelling for help in the background. Cause like, what do you, it's just so insane. For real. No one knows what the fuck to do. One family had to flee their home as it filled with water from burst pipes. And the dad mentioned seeing the firefighter looked panicked as he was unloading a hose, which he had never seen before. I was like, what a good yeah, detail. For real, yeah, for, yeah. That would scare the shit out yeah, of me. Same. I'm like, why did that fucking, firefighter look so scared? For you to put a <laughs> fucking firefighter in a, a, you know, they're probably, whenever they go on a call of like a raging house fire, it's probably like, they're a little nervous and scared, but they're not going to sure. show it because it's something but that coming up to, to do this, this. And like so that dude like, looks scared. I'd be like, Ooh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he was unloading the house, but, uh, the hose, but it wasn't in time. They just watched their home burn to the ground. Damn. Another house had the entire top floor blown off and had collapsed into itself, which trapped a man in the basement. He was actually not in the basement. He had been on the ground floor, but he like fell through when it all exploded. Um, firefighters rushed to free him and fight the fires, but the entire house burst in flames Holy and shit. they were like holding this dude's hand as they were trying to get it. And they had to like wave off from the skin or their skin, uh. like boiling from the heat. And they just had to walk away. And, like Damn. the fire, the chief, you know, reported having to be like, I can't lose more people to get this guy. And, like Damn. that dude died in there. Um, he was alive and aware as people tried to free him from this void in the basement, but they had to pull out. Uh, he was Dude. burned all over his body, but it was later reported that he had died of inhalation damage. That's fucking Just brutal. Miserable, gruesome, brutal. horrible death. In total, over 30 homes were damaged severely, with many burned, moved off their foundations, or riddled with shrapnel damage. The community coalesced at a nearby elementary school and tried to piece itself together while first responders crews battled the blazes. Two people were killed, both living in the house next to the one that exploded. The dude who died in the basement, and then there was someone upstairs who was just killed immediately. They probably didn't even find scraps of their body. Jesus. Um, so once the fires are out and the literal dust settles, guess what? 
there's an investigation and you the ATF say. is involved because you just super exploded yeah. a fucking house. You just detonated um, a fucking residential they neighborhood. Picked, uh, to start their investigation, they chose where the house exploded. They're like, yeah, that seems like a good um, spot. And so they start meticulously picking through the debris field in the block surrounding the house. Like, it's a block. Like, that's how far the fucking God, shit got dude, that's scattered. That's fucking everywhere. insane. And they, they have to go through, catalog everything, load some into a dumpster, load some into a thing, and then they have to go sort the dumpster stuff again, too, just in case they miss something. Jesus. Which is unimaginable. Um, the, it didn't have any of the horrible smells associated with a meth lab explosion, so they quickly ruled that out. These guys have probably seen a yeah, meth lab oh, explosion yeah. in their day. They're, the like, nah. Fuck yeah. They're like, these guys would have been making the most meth yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh, just as easily ruled out was a gas leak from the provider's side, which I can't remember where that happened. There was one in Massachusetts recently where they pushed too much gas and blew up a bunch of people's homes. Damn. Um, but th- that just takes some tests. They're like, nah, yeah, yeah. They, they would be able to determine that. So lead investigator Lieutenant Mario Garza notices something a little odd. In all the debris field of the exploded houses of the house, uh, they find a bunch of remotes, but they never found any TVs. Really? He's like, that's weird. Really? That's a hot little detail. The home owned by Montserrat Shirley had recently been placed for sale. So he was able to look at some recent photos of its interior. The f- those photos showed furniture and a painting that were also not found at the scene. And now they're really suspicious doing more digging. They find a microwave that looked like it had been damaged by an explosion from the inside. Of the oh, microwave. interesting. Yeah. And there is also a straight piece of pipe where the gas regulator valve should have been on the gas manifold, which had been intact completely because it just blasted the whole thing completely away from the house. So like, damn. oh, look. Yeah, look. <laughs> hey, it makes our job easier. Uh, they also found another regulator that was missing from the fireplace, despite the rest of the fireplace gas line being fine. Which I'm like, dude, just they think it's going to be a fire. I don't know. It's so stupid. One Such of the, a sloppy, stupid thing. Yeah. I, I'm baffled. One of the things plan. is like, one, you're not going to release a bunch of gas into your house and just get a fire. Like, it's obvious these people are stupid because... I'm like, uh, yeah, this is the craziest yeah, way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, if you are going to burn your house down you are going to have to sacrifice some things. You're going to have to sacrifice your TVs. You're going to have to sacrifice your furniture. You're going to get insurance money to buy it all back. You're going to have to sacrifice some things. But if you blow your house up or you burn it down and the cops are like... you took every TV out? Every TV, like paintings and everything. Like the cops are going to be like, where is all your furniture and stuff? Like this obviously is suspicious. Um, so... That is when... Uh, uh, the ex John, the ex husband gets a call uh, and is like, you know, he gets a call from his ex wife and she's like, Oh, their house exploded. And he was like, Oh, what happened to snowball? The kitty is it exploded. And she was like, Oh, she'd been staying somewhere else. And a little suspicious. The cat had actually been boarded for two days at the time that the house exploded and another four days after. Investigators find out about this. They do some digging to discover that over the last month, the kitty had been boarded almost every weekend. A little weird by itself, but extra weird when they learned that Brooke had also been out of the weekend. I was thinking that too, but I didn't say that. I was like, isn't it going to be weird when like some 
kid's parents are like, yeah, their kid has stayed over at our house the past like four weekends. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> um, so the, let me go back to my notes. Let's see. Oh yeah. Um, they're, they're definitely starting to, uh, put, put things together. They searched through the neighborhood. They actually scoped out the sewers too, and they didn't find a missing valve. And I thought that was kind of nuts that they were like, they were looking for the regulator valve. I'm like, I, if you don't see it, it's gone. Dude, bitch. It's, you know what I mean? I would never think to like, look for it. I'm insurance, like, well, it insurance fraud, exploded. insurance fraud. They're going to fucking, they're not, they're not <laughs> just going to pay out, bro. They're like, we're going to no. come through every little piece of debris to make sure this is justified. Cause we're not giving I you a bunch that. of money. Yeah. So this investigation is turning towards arson, which is leading to homicide because someone died yeah so they secretly bring in a homicide detective to look at the scene without alerting the media within a week it's announced that the explosion investigation was being treated as a criminal investigation without mentioning that the home's residents montserrat shirley and mark leonard were suspects okay nice nice well the police are investigationizing mark and montserrat are going on tv asking for privacy and surely even suggests that the explosion was an attempt on her life. And I was like, whatever. Yeah. That's a little more weird. Dramatic. Yeah. Um, the same thing that she actually also tells the detectives who interview her. She's like, whoever did this should be punished. And I was like, I mean, come you, you don't want, you're just okay. making it. Yeah. You're making you're, it more right. sensational and you're bringing more attention to yourself. Well, she got what she wanted because uh, arrested. She was arrested one month later. Nice. A big factor being Mark Leonard's involvement because he had been running cons and scams since '95. Dude, this dude's been in and yeah. out of jail a bunch of times. They're hell like, oh yeah. fuck no. Fast forward to two fucking years. It's December of 2014. Mark and Bob Leonard have been sitting in J- Bob's brother. I I don't know why I didn't do that. It's Bob. It's so easy. I oh, Bobbert. Um, Mark and Bobbert are sitting in jail for two years now, along with Shirley, arrested on charges of arson, murder, and most importantly, attempted insurance fraud. Um, no one is cooperating, and the trial's been delayed because of it. And as kind of a throwaway line, the prosecutors are like, if this bitch wants anything less than life in prison, you're going to need to figure something out by like January of next year, because it's December. They're like, we're going to start the trial. God it, damn. You know? Um, as it stood, she was looking at between 20 and 50 years of prison. The, and the thing was, her testimony didn't super matter because she was fucked, but it would clinch the Leonard brothers harder and could maybe help her. Yeah. Out, you know, if she helped. Um, she actually seems inter- interested, which surprised them. Um, and plus, if she testifies, uh, Mark and Gary will also get charges. But they're like, oh, you wanted to do something? Because it's been two years. You wasted all yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah. like, cool. Um, so it's one of the biggest prosecutions in Indiana history. Damn. Just due to the sheer volume of evidence. Mark is up first, and the evidence list for his case was over 2,000 items. Again, Jesus. I cannot reiterate enough. I hope to use this audio to get out of jury duty. I'd be a terrible juror. Yeah, in be a case an awful thing. juror. Yeah, too long. Two th- yeah. Don't show me two thousand no. anything. No, don't. I'm gonna guilty you out of spite uh, or or <laughs> wh- or the reverse either. You. Yeah, I'm like yeah. fucking no. Yeah. Um, at the time, he's also being actively sued for scamming women and online dating sites. No surprises there. There you go. 
Um, and he has a connection to a car insurance fraud case in the past, which involved a car being set on fire. Nice. Not an original dude. Nice. <laughs> um, it, but none of that stuff can matter for trial, but you know, still, yeah. Um, they have to move his case to find a jury pool that's untainted, but then Mark's own fucking defense attorney tells a pool of jurors that he hired a hitman to kill his friend outside of jail. Whoa, New what? information. What? <laughs> Why? Why would he say and that? The judge was like, "What are you doing?" He's Shut like, "Fuck, fuck this up. guy." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, but that's real. He did try to do that, and it kind of fucks things up for a little bit. But they were like, "We're starting. We're starting." Oh my god. Um. So the his DA uh, defense attorneys were like, "Okay, sure." Mark's Mark's guilty. Okay, of starting a small fire, and there that's clever because it would drop his charge severity, and he'd probably get time served. They're basically saying, "Yeah, guys," and they say this like to the jury pool. They're like, "Yeah, Mark's you know Mark's yeah, guilty. Yeah. Uh, he didn't try to blow up a house. Yeah, he's a he's fire starter. He's not a he's not a, a little bit of fire yeah, bug. Not a terrorist. Up. Yeah, yeah." Uh, and I was like, "Damn, being a lawyer is crazy." I mean, like, I couldn't imagine. I do like, what again. I gotta do. Man. Yeah, this is like, what I gotta do. <laughs> the, having to come up with something like that, like, but I guess when you're at that point of like, um, when so you're at they that, send the evidence list and they're like, "Dude, you're yeah, so holy fucked. fuck!" Please yeah, don't make me do the trial. Yeah, when you're at the point of like you're fucked royally, he's like, "We got two options." Uh, you're gonna guilty plea and hope to God they show some mercy on you, or we're gonna try to make you look like less of a fucking criminal. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. all we got. <laughs> uh, Montserrat Shirley did cooperate against the brothers. Mark Leonard got two life sentences without Damn. parole, 75 years on 53 counts, just in case he's a vampire. <sighs> Great news, however. He died two years into his sentence from some miserable intestinal bleeding thing where he lived in pain for months at, because of his uh, autoimmune disease. Damn. So, suffered. Yep. I would have liked to see a little more prison time before he died. But yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark is gone. Huge piece of shit. Fucking the world moved on. No Dunskies. trouble. But, um, upon hearing this, Bob said, I've been in trouble twice in my life and both times were his fault. I could care less that he's dead. Good riddance. Hard. Nice. Um, Bob got life on parole, oh, life without parole Damn. on 51 charges. I, I was like, which ones did he not? I didn't look into it. I was like, what yeah. two did he not get? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, why not just have both with all of it? <laughs> uh, because of Shirley, old Gare Bear Thompson got 20 years in prison for a conspiracy to commit arson. And Glenn Holtz got one count of assisting a criminal. One and a half years of prison, six months work release. He's out. Dude, He's done. Yeah, That's, he was like... That dude, uh, also, it seemed to be public knowledge that he did burn his house down. Damn. That was critical to the case. I was like, man, you got one and a half years. You just saw a man who got off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that. yeah, dude, Glenn got the cleanest yeah. of all of this. Although, you know, it was because of his actions that two people died. Like, he could have stopped them at any point. Um, I don't care about the insurance fraud scam insurance i hate them yeah fuck him. uh shirley did not get life without parole because of her cooperation but she did get the max of 50 years uh almost four years after the incident because yeah. of how long the trials everything took and all that yeah for 
She got 50 years for $4 million of property damage, 33 demolished homes, two dead bodies, and weirdly six divorces in the neighborhood with right after. Damn. Yeah. There's a big spike in divorces after that whole thing happened. That's crazy. Holy shit. I was like, you bitch. You ruined everything. You literally ruined everything. (laughs) You ruined that neighborhood completely. You literally and metaphorically dropped a bomb on that fucking neighborhood. um, Let's see. It was 10 years after was the article that mentioned it. Within 10 years, over a third of the neighborhood had moved out. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean – yeah, and that's the end of uh, that story. The that's insurance fraud, dude. That's fucking Rib- crazy. I, I was like, you know, that one did get away from him. Yeah, I, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> like Mark Leonard is a piece of shit, and I think Shirley was a moron. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is absolute fucking moron. I don't think anyone wanted anyone to die. No, this really, I don't either. No, they were really stupid. Yeah. I'm like, if you're gonna. They were like, oh, let's cover up the fireplace. I'm like, you're literally going to try to fill this thing with fill gas Fill the now? entire like- house with gas, dude? They're like, It's obvious they were stupid because any sensible person would be like, filling an entire house with natural gas and then sparking something, or, or it's not going to start a fire. It's going to blow no. the motherfucker up. No. Like, up. <laughs> I was, and I was like, because they, they swapped, there was a bunch of other evidence that I, I just trimmed down, but like they had swapped out an old, or a new electric thermostat for an old one that would make a spark. And, and I was like, dude, what? Idiots, God. bro. Idiots. I, I was like, this is sloppy. This sloppy is really as sloppy. Fuck. Sloppy as fuck. Jesus uh, Christ. And, you know. Dudes like this, and it makes me sad that those are the guys who seem to have so much success scamming women on dating sites. Yeah. Why is it? How do these dudes ah uh, just succeed because, like this? Because I, I guess like instead of putting all their time and efforts into like you know like Job skills and jobs, they did it into like charming people into doing whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and unfortunately, two people fucking paid with their lives for it. Which yeah, I think that is, sad. is that is super fucking sad. Um, but at least everyone got theirs on this. Fucking everyone. No one walked out of this clean. You know, they they got a ass load of prison. Yeah, good. Tons Fuck of him. it. Yeah, I uh, feel bad for the whole neighborhood and all the divorces and everything. yeah, it's, that's that is super fucking depressing imagine it, i mean it's crazy it's like not only does the neighborhood like is physically different now yeah. <laughs> like You're, uh you the, run some people's lives pinched. like yeah. their lives are forever altered because of what you i did. mean a day like that would be I, like that's that's a therapy for you yeah that's day. that's your you were in a war zone for a second like if you, you ran up and touched your neighbor's hand through the rubble and then he burned to death yeah yeah you're, you're changed for life you're yeah. fucking done you're not i mean and even not, like the first responders like it was a really harrowing scene like yeah and like as a first like, responder that's not something that you really like you sign up to see a bunch of harrowing shit but something like that like that all at once all at once too much yeah, yeah. Not something you sign up for that's fucking i don't know how to even organize dealing with yeah something like right that. like yeah. i don't know just drive around and blast water everywhere yeah it's like what the fuck are you supposed to do everything's on fire and and crumbling that's fucking insane holy shit but yeah that's it that's wild uh, also uh subscribe to the follow us on podbean yeah to mention that don't forget earlier. to rate review subscribe either damn that's fucking crazy um we'll uh we'll talk about if we want to fucking be dicks and end this on episode 19 or go all the way to 20 uh, yeah I, we'll, we'll we'll think about it we'll think about it but uh all right we'll uh we'll see you guys next week be safe be kind to others be kind to yourself love you so much bye bye